Welcome to For Fork's Sake, a Twilight podcast, where we revisit the young adult supernatural romance series that sparkled its way into our hearts all those years ago. I'm Misty. I'm Kendall. And I'm Misty, the other one. What were we thinking? Did you miss your hands, Kendall? No. <laughs> I did like this. <laughs> All right, let's try it. <laughs> okay, try we're going to do it again. Because uh-huh. I don't feel confident that I heard Kendall's hands. <laughs> I'm going to wash my hands and not you Don't watch guys. us. <laughs> Please do that. Okay, ready? One, two, three. That was not at the same time. <sighs> Whatever, I'll figure it out. Me. It's it looked all three at different times yeah. to me. Did okay, it look, look let's do it one more time. You? No, it wasn't. Okay. So on the four in your head, clap. One, okay. two, three. <laughs> that was that was together for me. <laughs> Why are y'all laughing? We're <laughs> alive for four seconds after all. Oh. <laughs> and then I, then I saw you go and clap after we were completely. So on this side, it was the same time. <laughs> Whatever. Did you record? Did you record the video to this? Because she needs to see the yes. beginning of this video to see what we. I'm gonna. Yeah. I usually just delete yeah, the video because I don't like. ever need okay. it, but I'm saving it now. We were like one, two, three, and then Kendall goes four. <laughs> well, it's like whenever our hands three. closed, she went. Our <laughs> closed at the same time, and then you open yours to close. I just don't know what to tell you. That made me so happy, Kendall. And you didn't even mean to do it. (laughs) You do the same thing. You would be peeing your pants right now. I just, see, on this side, it was the same time. So I don't know. Oh my gosh. I got my wiggles out. We can start now. My face hurts already. Yeah. Good thing because I I'm didn't crying. get crying. My stomach hurts. I didn't, didn't get to drink I'm ready. You're any alcohol. Thanks, I'm Kendall. so distraught. I haven't either. Well, I told Kendall last week it was Missy was like a four and a half hour recording. <laughs> I know. Like the more we drink, the longer we I go. Know. And I'm like, I'm not start, I'm not I'm not drinking until it's we almost start. A, yeah, then, that's what yeah. 
That's so funny. All right. So speaking of which, we are on to what chapter is this technically in Twilight? So in Twilight, it's chapter five. Five. And yeah. Midnight Sun, six. chapter six. Correct. Because once again, Stephanie can't just like keep to a fucking schedule. Can't keep it together. Um, so Sorry. the chapter is called Blood Type. So this hit this we start immediately up where we left off um from bella's pov of um Mm -hmm. when edward asked her to go to let him drive her to seattle right so that's what just happened right Mm -hmm. so bella is now walking to the school after that happened and she's like kind of dazed out because she's like what the fuck like totally yeah like what just happened like this poor girl has been on the worst roller coaster ride of her life for the past fucking two months that she's been here in fort she has been but for some reason she just she's inviting it from him at this point because i've never seen so many red flags in my entire life he literally she knows they're there oh but she's like but I'm intrigued. I'm so interested. Um, Whatever. So anyway, yeah, she's confused and kind of like, what's happening? So she heads to class and she gets there late. She actually gets there after class has started, but the teacher's not there yet. So she walks in and Mike wasn't sitting like where he has been sitting, like next to her. Um, and she was like, that's weird. So be grateful. She goes, no, no, no. She's not grateful because she immediately says, because she sees Eric and Mike at the door waiting for her. She says, she says, I wasn't totally forgotten. God fucking forbid that these two boys leave you alone for one class period. So she complained about hour, you know, every minute of her life. And now she's like, oh, I'm glad they didn't forget me. I wasn't. Well, because let's go back to chapter one where she's just obsessed with being the center of Mm -hmm. attention. Absolutely. While pretending she doesn't want to be the center of attention. Don't look at me. She's still there. Yeah, she's still there. Yeah, but please look at me. But please. So (laughs) Mike's kind of hyped up. He's super excited because he's been planning this trip to La Push Beach. It's a big deal. By the way, I think La Push, La Push baby. I think La Push Beach is only like not even an hour away from this town which i find kind of interesting yes please do yeah i would appreciate that and i just think it's really funny that mike has been planning this fucking trip to this beach that they live next to for like two months well i feel like these poor kids just don't have anything yeah and they can go to the beach like like every day yeah i think it's the point that it's supposed to be like like not as rainy as yeah 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 like it's a drizzle instead of this point, you know, straight rain and maybe the sun will peak. Are we yeah. like in so March like he's all at this point? I have no idea. It's like springish. Well, no, because isn't this oh yeah, how many months have passed? Like two, I think. Since... So are we in fall? No. Because it was No, because she started halfway through the school year. Yeah. So I think it was, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't even start at the beginning of the school year. That's why it was That's extra- even more fucked That's up. That's why yeah. it was even oh more awkward. Because at the I end know. of this book. So what happened at Christmas? Prom. No, she missed Christmas with her oh, dad. She didn't right. start until after the new year. Like, 
Yeah. How did I miss that? Jesus Christ. I don't Christ. think Where it's blatantly clear, it's but not. it's like hinted at. Yeah. Because there's no like timeline really. It's just like, oh, two months have passed. And it's like, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a 21 minute drive. So he has been planning a trip to a, a tw- beach that's only two- a trip to Walmart. For <laughs> that months. is less than my drive to work. Well, because yeah. I remember while I was looking at trip stuff for us, I remember mm-hmm. seeing like it's only like 20 minutes. And I was like, we could just walk there. <laughs> we'll take a whole day and just walk. Yeah. Kendall's like, oh, I mean, I, listen, no. I use the word could loosely. Could. I'll meet we y'all are there. Able, we're physically able to walk there. Let's if put it that we way. had yes. to, yes. we could get there in a couple so hours. This boy has been planning. These kids are 17. These aren't like 15 year old kids who are about to get dropped off by their parents. All of them yeah. have cars. All of they're them, about to graduate high school. They're young adults. Okay. Like yeah. they're in 11th grade, almost, almost seniors at this point. Mm-hmm. And he is so hype about driving 20 minutes to the beach that he's been planning it for months. So I don't know if it's just like a get together. Like he's got a bunch of people going at once. I don't know. He's trying to make so. it like a party. So I'm like, I almost, depending on when he started planning this trip, I think it's just an excuse to be absolutely oh yeah 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 Um, like yeah it's a group thing but he's he's gonna corner her oh terrifyingly against a rock a rock in a hard place (laughs) yikes so i just wanted to bring up how fucking close it was and how much of a plan this has been this whole time for it he's taken so much longer to plan this and organize it than it takes to get yeah, there. why is this such a big deal 20 minutes you can go after school yeah literally you can, you can and go get back school. home before yeah, dinner exactly so and do some fun ass shit while you're there. yeah because they're not going to like exactly. a theme park they're literally just going, going to, the, to beach. the beach to chill at the beach i've lived by beaches up north like they're close like you just go sometimes because there's nothing else to do so yeah. i'm like and then in that cold ass water Wait, oh yeah, no one surf if you've got like a wetsuit. Like no one's swimming, swimming. You know what I'm saying? No, no one's swimming. No, no one's maybe doing... surfing, but yeah. I don't think these kids surf. So, so what are you doing? Sitting, right? That's it. And you plan to sit? It's probably like months? a bonfire and frisbee and maybe some yeah. volleyball. Yeah, definitely. I mean, listen, definitely volleyball. It does to me. I mean, sure. I roll my eyes. Oh, yeah. poor Bella. I would go. I'd go if Mike invited me, but I wouldn't talk to Mike the whole time. Ooh. I see it now. I'd be I like I'd mm-mm. go, and then I did. Guys like you. that, you can't tell them yes for anything because they are the quintessential. Give them an inch, they take. Oh, that's a mile. when I bring you bitches with me, and then y'all are like my misty shield, and I don't have to deal with people because <laughs> I got y'all. That we could if we if we went as a group, a oh, collective. Yeah. Sure, I'd tell Mike yes, yeah. but not no, by myself. No, no, same. Yeah. Um. So, I'm glad we're all agreeing. Glad we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd need a we need a crew. We'd never be in a room alone or even an open area alone with Mike. Or the real Mike. Yes. Either They're one. The of, same oh. thing at this point, so everyone knows. So <clears throat> this part, this right here. Okay, so he's been planning this. Okay. I'm I'm Mike just gets on my nerves, so I had to make sure we talked about that. So um <laughs> Mike is really excited about this trip because the forecast looks really good. It's supposed to be like really pretty and he's been planning this trip his whole fucking life. (laughs) And, um, 
Bella decides to sound enthusiastic to make up for disappointing him yesterday. Because yesterday, if you all remember from our last podcast, he asked her to ask him to a dance that she's not going to. So rather than stick to her guns and just be okay with not wanting to go with someone, you don't need to please somebody. If you don't want to go with them, you don't have to go. And you don't have to feel bad. You don't have to do anything to make up for it. You don't have to to feel bad. No, No, you didn't. You don't want to go. You don't have to want to go anywhere with him. Or go anywhere. All you're doing is feeding his his Mm -hmm. mental illness by... Making up for disappointing and in him. His head, now he's like, yeah. "Ooh, maybe she really does exactly. want it." Like, exactly. He's giving yeah. him too much room to play in his head. Like she needs, like it's one of those things where it just needs to be shut down quick. Boundaries. Burn people. it down. Boundaries. So then Bella thinks she's dreaming that Edward asked her to Seattle because she just can't fathom that he actually asked her. So she's literally sitting in class trying to figure out like, this is fair. Did he ask me or did I hallucinate? Because remember she has been having dreams of Edward at night. Okay. Yes. And And in real life, he's been completely ignoring her. Right. Other than, you know, when he is in her bedroom, watches her sleep, except for when she's unconscious. So she's, she's still trying to figure that out. So he, um, yeah. So she's like, did he ask me or didn't what's, what's going on? So at lunch, Bella walks in and she looks at the Cullen's table immediately. And then she doesn't see him. So she's kind of disappointed. Um, so she's mm-hmm. with Jessica and Jessica says, Oh, Edward Cullen is staring at you again. I wonder why he's sitting alone today. And Bella she like pops her head up so quick. She's like, Where so obvious. Busy? Like head popped up. So then <laughs> Jesus, this Bella, she's so desperate you guys this right here <laughs> this i yes, cannot this. i cannot i had to push my microphone away from my face because i cannot yell. either and this is only like the tip of the iceberg for this these two so chapters she sees him i'm Just rubbing my fucking forehead because this is when i started getting angry and this is the beginning mm-hmm. of two chapters i had to read about this yeah so yeah, yeah. he has the audacity to wave his hand at her, like fucking calling her like a pet. Yeah. And then it's like, come on over, Bella, yes. with his fingers. And I'm like, I, if any man, y'all, I work in retail. And that is the biggest pet peeve is when people are not like, hi, can, can you help me? No, it's when people snap Ooh. or they're like, uh-huh. wave their little hands at you. And I'm like, yeah. it's just not polite. I don't do it no. to people because that's kind of what I do to my dog. You tell me that's exactly the person you are that's... if you snap or whistle or clap or wave your or wave yep. at me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, we're no, done. You come over and you speak to people because that's the nice way to do things. Or you can even say, but he doesn't or, just or, crook his finger and at he her. He doesn't even say her name or anything out loud. Like that's what a normal boy would do. He would be like, "Hey, Bella, come sit by me." Like that would be a normal teenage boy thing to do. I'm so angry. And what else does he do, though, Misty? Um. Oh God. After he crooks his finger, he fucking winks at her. Does he wink? I thought he just gave he her winks. a crooked smile. Oh my no. God. And then he winks. I, I missed that part. I, I missed the wink. I just saw the because uh, he talks about it again in like, Midnight Sun, I and he says why he did it. Hate you. 
Well, I'm okay. Ready? I'm so ready. My head snapped up. I followed her gaze to see Edward smiling crookedly, staring at me from an empty table across the cafeteria from where he usually sat. Once he'd caught my eye, he raised one hand and motioned with his index finger for me to join him. As I stared in disbelief, he winked. Gross. It's fucking creepy as hell. I don't like it. That was even worse than I thought. I forgot that. And then she goes to him. And then she pops up like a fucking puppy dog. that. And waddles herself through the cafeteria. <sighs> so this I is the beginning of the super Edward hate. Yeah. More so than it's been building this whole it's time. It's like toxic um, the way he acts in this. He looks, Absolutely. That's, a, that's saying it and lightly. And toxic in a very obvious, like, obvious to people around her. Aggressively toxic. It's not hidden. It's not sneaky. No. It's very out in the open and he says random shit she doesn't understand he says random scary shit everyone is seeing all of this happen too like all of her friends i say that because you know you don't know you're in high school who the fuck is your friend in high school right Mm, nobody so all these people are seeing this weird shit all your friends are seeing this weird shit i had a lot of friends i don't know if they were really my friends though um but doing all this weird shit you know like everyone's seeing this happen and they're like edward never talks to anybody like what is happening so she gets there and the funny part is as she's walking over jessica is just fucking baffled by what's happening and bella tries to cover it up which is such a abused person trait because she's like Mm -hmm. oh he must need help with his biology homework because she's protecting herself from Jessica getting mad at her because a boy likes her right. and doesn't like her. I'm like, and she doesn't know what he wants. So she's just giving her him an excuse to call her over. Yep. Her yes. So I'm like, all of this is such an abused, uh, an abused person tactic. Like I, I, yeah. Yes. Making excuses for the other person's Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that triggers me. And it's just, it just starts right here. Um, once Bella gets to his table, all he says is, why don't you sit with me today? Why? Why should I? I just barfed. That was that noise. I puked in my own You ignore because... me all the time. And then all of a sudden you decide to ask me to Port Angeles with you. And now you want me to sit with you and leave my friends who I actually yes. talk to every day, who actually talk to me every day. But yeah, she does it anyway. That's what Bella should have said. What Kendall just said. Yes. That's what Bella should have said. Bella does not. And I feel like she could have said that. Like that's a very Bella thing to say. But no. Yes, because she does eventually say some very like self-assured he, statements to him. He has to trigger that emotion to come out of her. She doesn't. Yeah, I'm finding that he's got to push her. I'm finding that she doesn't naturally just say how she feels openly yeah, she has right. to be pressed into a corner and that's her like fight yeah. or flight yep. like she has to push yeah. that out uh so this this explains everything that she fucking does here forth is the quote that she says in her head it was hard to believe that someone so beautiful could be real i was afraid that he might disappear in a sudden puff of smoke and i would wake up that's how she you would be better for it bella <laughs> you wish your life would 
be so much better for it. Oh my God. So that's it. Like right (sighs) there, right there, (laughs) full on commitment, thinks he's the hottest thing ever, most beautiful guy in the world. He has to be a dream. There's no other explanation. So he was silent, waiting for her to talk. So they're just sitting at the table looking at each other, you guys. And so she's like trying to break the silence because she's now, he invited her to sit there and he isn't saying anything. So she says, well, this is different. (laughs) And so he says, here's the beginning of more of his creepy fucking cryptic bullshit. And I like, she does call out this stuff because she's like, I don't. She does for sure. So he says, well, I decided as long as I was going to hell, I might as well do it thoroughly. What does that mean? It doesn't make what any sense. Is, what does that mean? And why? How do you go to hell thoroughly? And why should she know what that means? And he knows she's not going to know what it means. He admits it in Midnight Sun. Why say it? It doesn't make sense to me. But he says it no. anyway. I don't, yeah, it's... Okay, so... I've got it. There's a lot of huffs for me during this chapter because I'm just like... Yeah. So I'm sorry. I it's, think I figured out why he says all these things later on, but I won't say it until midnight. Okay. Sun. Yeah. I mean, if you read my notes, you yeah. saw it, but um, I think I eventually figured out why he says all this weird, creepy, scary shit. So he, we can talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, I was very, that really <laughs> put me off already. So oh, Bella, Bella's literally sitting here looking at him like, huh? So she, she finally says, you know, I don't have any idea what you mean. And he just goes, I know. Okay, you're planning my murder. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to yeah. hell. You keep telling me you're, da- you, you're dangerous. You wouldn't be a good friend. And now you're telling me you, 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 be, you shouldn't be my friend. You should stay away from me. me I'm going to hell. You're thoroughly going to hell. You're definitely going to murder me today. That, yeah, is where murder. I, that is where I am. I have watched enough TV in my life. Even in two even in 2005 even in 2005 i would have known but like mm, i ain't sitting with this bitch anymore get up and go back to creepy old mike and gang so he covers this up by like continuing by like moving on like he just keeps talking he doesn't go into any explanation um and he says then he continues to say weird things because he's like i don't think your friends are happy with me uh with uh, me stealing you and she says they'll survive then edward says one of the most this is in all caps for people listening yeah this yeah then edward says one of the most god-awful awkward kidnapper things he could possibly say yep. and it is i quote i may not give you back though what if anyone said that to you would you stay at the table yeah. with them no and you know what at this point in twilight i'm like i had forgot i think i've forgotten how i absolutely forgot he He is director right and i'm like okay so she went back and wrote in midnight sun she's gonna explain this all away right (laughs) she's gonna explain it away right she's gonna fix it huh that, gonna fix it that's no. what midnight sun was for right was to fix all your fuck up no it was to explain but you know every single thing he says with a thought that lasts at least two pages long and that's all it is i know <laughs> i can't trust her i've already i've already learned i can't trust her 
She double she doubles down oh. on every oh. shitty thing oh. he says oh. and does. She absolutely she doubles down, believes everything and makes said. it worse. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh I'm waiting for oh. Edward to do a hate crime. <laughs> absolutely. <sighs> absolutely. Oh my gosh. So this part, Bella <laughs> Kendall just got distraught. Bella, Lots of thoughts entered my mind. She's like, yeah. I don't like where that went. Um, so Bella gulps, <laughs> like literally gulps okay she's like ooh. And, <laughs> <laughs> that was my sound effect for a gulp misty you weren't supposed to gulp she it. was we gulping gulp. when you she did that gulping when i said gulp so it was a very dramatic moment for the three of us so edward after she gulps he asks her you look worried you just told her you weren't gonna give her back to her friends yeah after asking, yes, she's worried. And then you asked her to take a ride with you to a town that's like three hours away or something. He's like, so it, like teasing her. Like he wants, it's, it's when he wants her to be scared. Exactly what he says he's yes. doing in Midnight Sun, actually. But he wants he, to scare he's her. Wants, he's probing her. Like he wants her to be like, fuck you. I'm out. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Or he wants her, like, I don't really know what he wants, but. Which honestly, if she said "fuck you," I'm out. He would stalk the fuck out of her. Still, at this point, he she's is fucked either way, yeah, whether she, she says yes or yeah, no. Exactly. So this is where Bella kind of gets pissed because he said, "I may not give you back." She gulps. He asks, well, "You look worried." So she, this is it. She says, "Where's all this coming from?" Essentially, this is from all of the aggressive ignoring that he's been doing mm-hmm. for the past couple of months, for the over a month. Yeah. So Edward then explains he's going to do what he wants and let the chips fall where they lay. Again, what does that mean? She doesn't know. What? He's he's talking to her like uh, I wrote. He's talking mm-hmm. like he read the serial killer handbook. Oh, absolutely. And Bella just fucking uh-huh. loves it. She loves it. Yeah creepy ass motherfucker both of them at this point (laughs) so they're both creepy like i don't understand so bella is still confused and he says that he always says too much when he's around her and that was one of the problems when did you ever say too much in front of her before edward you've never talked to her yeah you have been violently ignoring her i think he's confused because he's had this he's he has like conversations with her in his right. head because he can't read her mind yeah i think he's confusing reality oh with his I fantasies i think you're right remember because i don't yeah. remember any time he has said anything like this to her so far he said it's the fluorescence that's the oh and that's not something that's too much that's literally a sh- or maybe the hospital maybe maybe the hospital because he didn't like he did kind of hint that there's something else going on yeah and i'll tell you yes. later yeah. and he never that did. Could, but that's the only time i think that's yeah that's one time like you wendy what and she's not gonna really remember that no. so she goes she flat out asked him so in plain english are we friends now because she's sick of this bullshit <laughs> verbiage that love he's it using. she's like yeah. so Good in, for you Bella. in plain english are we friends and edward can't who cannot avoid sounding like a serial killer you guys i spelled it like I the food cereal definitely was love about it. to point that out i love it you spelled c-e-r-e-a-l <laughs> i might have been hungry <laughs> in a hotel love room that. writing cereal yes. killer um 
Uh-huh. He's going to stab you with a spoon. Did you just get... Do we need to put his face on a Count Chocula um, box? I totally just <laughs> got an idea. For so, sure. I do love that. Anyway, he immediately... Okay, he immediately just says... He says, friend, in a, like, mused way. Like, he says it like, friends. <laughs> friends. <laughs> friends. Um, well, we can try, I suppose, but I'm warning you now that I'm not a good friend for you. <sighs> like he's alarms are going off. Chop alarms, you sirens. Up. Yeah, he's gonna chop you up. Cannons. Chop you up. He's gonna throw you in the multitudes of rivers you have around forks. You're gonna a, yeah. a wolf is gonna eat you. Um so you, I said, she wishes. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, <laughs> I feel I'll, we'll dive into this later. Um, yeah. I had an idea about something Uh-oh. and that's when she needed, this is my note. I immediately wrote that she needs to get up and go sit back with her other friends. Like that's all you gotta it. do. This. You don't need to say anything. Get up and leave. You don't need to say anything to anybody. Nope. Just get up. Go safety and numbers. does she and bella no and then bella tells him that he says that a lot because he repeatedly has told her you shouldn't be friends with me so edward and then she repeatedly goes and sits mm-hmm. next to him says because you're not listening to me i'm still waiting on you to believe me to believe it if you're smart you'll avoid me and bella makes a snarky remark and says um he's made that point very clear but here we are, still sitting across the table from our future serial killer. But nothing has murderer. changed. Nothing's changed. So then Bella tells Eddie Boy she's trying to figure out what he is. He asks if she's having any luck. She said not too much. And he asked for theories, of course. Mm-hmm. And she's thinking like comic books, right? In yeah. Her head. She's like, yeah, she's thinking he's Bruce Wayne because yeah. his family's or, rich or, and he's mysterious. Yeah, or Peter Parker bit by a radioactive yeah. spider. Love those so, theories. Yeah, me too. I'm all for them. It's better than what we have. So um. she told him he didn't want, she didn't want to tell him because <laughs> it was too embarrassing. And he said, it's really frustrating. Oh, well, wait till you find out it's, what your boyfriend is. He's a fucking crybaby. Who watches you vegetarian. when you sleep. You sleep. Mm-hmm. And he says, it's really frustrating. I'm sorry, what? Just because I don't want him to tell you every <laughs> single thing that goes through my mind. It's frustrating. And she can use to it. Doesn't she bite back too? Doesn't she say that? Like, oh, Oh, yeah, Belly. That's oh, here it is. Here it is. I am going to read you Bella's snarky ass. This is where he pushed her to her little limit. You know what I was saying? How he just yeah push her right over. When she finally takes up for herself. All right, here we go. You guys ready for this? I'm gonna read this. Mm -hmm, This as I call page ninety, Bella's flip out sesh. No. I disagreed quickly, my eyes narrowing. I can't imagine why that would be frustrating at all. Just because someone refuses to tell you what they're thinking, even if all the while they're making cryptic little remarks, specifically designed to keep you up at night, wondering what they could possibly mean. Now, why would that be frustrating? And then he just kind of like, she goes, or better. She just keeps fucking going on her tirade. She didn't stop. And she said, it says, I continued the pent-up annoyance flowing freely now. 
say that person also did a wide range of bizarre things from saving your life under impossible circumstances one day to treating you like a pariah the next. And then he explained and never explained any of that either. Even after he promised. That also would be very non-frustrating. <laughs> if that were to happen yeah, to anyone, like, for example. And so he tells her that she has quite a temper. And she says she just doesn't yeah. like double standards. Yeah. She's like, mm, that's fair. Mm. So, um, so then in order to get out of that conversation, Edward tells her that her boyfriend, Mike, is mm-hmm. thinking that um, Edward's not being very nice to Bella and whether he should come over or not. Bella, why are you not questioning this? Yeah. She says, how could you, first she says, how could you possibly know that? And he's like, I could just see it on his face. I'm sorry. That's a lot of detail to yeah. see on his face, yes. Bella. Like, dig in. He this. is. I also see Mike in, in the other table. I see him staring and oh, seething. Sure. I see his little eyebrows right. in a knit. I see. Maybe I could probably get that. I feel like Edward is just throwing all these clues and it's making me crazy because he, like, this whole exchange is just so annoying to me. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And, like, why is his family. You know, I feel like his family would be really angry knowing what he's doing. Like, they can hear him. You know, like, you're giving shit away. He's basically telling her without telling her. Right. Side note, my child just messaged me and told me he was going to try to win an iguana. Moving on. Um, uh, I hope he loses. So anyway. Um, now, they ask each other... Um, one they it's this whole asking questions to each other thing that ends up happening and she asked him to let her know when he's going to ignore her again for her own good so if he decides to just start ignoring her again she just wants him to let her know so she can keep up with that shit so she, it's just super like passive aggressive statement yeah. oh by the way by the way just uh next time you decide to ignore me again for two months can you just let me know yeah. ahead of time just so i can, oh, I I love can like that, book though. it in my schedule I'll look at it back out. Love it. I'm like, oh my right. God. So then he says, yeah, but you have to um, do one thing for me. And then he, she was like, what? And he's like, I want to hear one theory that you have. And Tip for tat. Yeah. Typical predatory behavior. Yeah. So. Um, but you have to do something for me. Right. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it at all. Mm-mm. So yeah. she tells him that she thought radioactive spider and he tells her no not kryptonite either so she said she'll figure him out and he says i wish you wouldn't once again what don't you want me to know there are some fucking like okay girl it's not even just flags it's like a fucking lighthouse Mm -hmm. (laughs) just on danger bitch danger this is the edge it's just a bit it's a big hole in the earth full of fire and she's like oh this is warm what's down there i bet you there's some diamonds let me go look yeah it's sparkly so then he's mm-hmm. like all stressed and he's like what if i'm not the superhero what if i'm God. the bad guy um I, I feel like i've heard this song before from my chemical romance or I will something. have you know that 15 years ago Kindle has that underlined in her book oh, like Kendall, what was 15 years ago Kendall 
thinking though when you underlined well I'm pretty sure it was underlined after I read it the first time so I think it was like foreshadowing Mm -hmm. you know got you yeah yeah yeah. I think that's what most of this is because I when I was flipping through the next chapter and you know stuff I had some other things underlined that were wolf everything he's everything he says well because, so do you yeah. remember if at this point in the book you had figured out that he's a vampire i thought we all knew he was by the back of the book didn't we i don't know yeah first edward uh, yes first edward's a vampire man what the fuck <laughs> she couldn't even like lead us in with a mystery <laughs> never mind <laughs> Just I was kidding. very interested in what your thoughts were at the time. Had you figured it out yet? No, no. Yeah, we all did. No, because Stephanie, we read the back of the fucking book. Stephanie wouldn't let us think for ourselves. Well, she did give us the wolf be... shit. I mean. Well, but it's immediately talked about. It's not like a elite. Like, he immediately said something about it. Yeah, but I like wolves more than vampires, so I'm just glad that she oh, gave 100%. us wolves. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, no, I'm not giving her credit. I know. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, Kendall, you're stuck. You're walking over a line here that we don't stand for yeah, on this podcast. We don't give her credit for good <laughs> development. We have a very solid treaty line <laughs> here. At for fourth sake, it is. We we are not Team Edwards nor Team Stephanie. Team oh, Smyer. I want to yeah, um, very clear. Put in real quick. That reminded me when you said our name. It gave me a rush. But um, <laughs> the the episode that I recorded Hold anger, the episode I recorded <laughs> for that other podcast comes out next week, and he Ooh. advertised it because it comes. Their bonus episodes come out every Thursday, and so he advertised next week our chapter will be read by Kendall Frey from For Fork's Sake, and I was like, Aww. I'm <laughs> "Oh, I'm excited! You're the most famous. You're person. somebody from I something. Know. You're the most." You're the most famous one of us all. Well, I love the it, last right? time I did a Patreon yeah, with him and another pot, another guy from a podcast, a different one, mm-hmm. he like plugged his podcast. And at the end, Anthony's like, Kendall, do you have anything to plug? And I'm like, no, don't have anything exciting to say. I don't do anything. Oh, and then but guess what? Now, now I do. do. <laughs> now I do. You'd be like, I have a podcast that probably 12 people continuously listen to. And we appreciate every 12 of them. Absolutely. The whole damn dozen. Um, yep, Lainey Jolly, it's our dirty Tara dozen. Jolly, dirty and dozen. Big Jolly. Big Jolly, yep. the pug, is one of our biggest fans. Oh, thank you, Puggy. I get videos of Big Jolly all the time listening to the listening podcast, to the podcast <laughs> yeah. in his little wagon. That's because he knows I love dogs. So he's like, I'm that lady. She's a dog lover. <laughs> He knows I hate dogs. Is rubbing on my face. <laughs> but you like, have you. an army of dogs. <laughs> I have. Look, I've got two. Sometimes three, depending. <laughs> depending on the week. I feel like that's mm-hmm. more. I feel like you, the energy in your house is more than just two. I act like there is an army of dogs in my house because that's how I feel mentally with two <laughs> dogs. I feel like I have a literal pack of animals. Yeah. I love it. So, you know, Edward's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, Bella just says, I see. No, you don't. No, you don't, bitch, because you're still sitting at the table. So, you do not see. And Edward literally says, Do you? Then, no, she, she, says, don't see. And then she says, You're dangerous. 
She accepts that part, but she said, but not bad. I don't believe you're bad. So he says, you're wrong. I feel like Stephanie watched Heather's and then she wrote this scene. Absolutely. I feel like this is JD and Veronica. Uh Right? You're wrong. Ooh, talk about toxic relationship. Dangerous. But I love those two. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Bella is like fascinated by him, not frightened at all. Um, and so they were silent. Yeah, Yeah, not no. She's like, ooh. Which begs the question, how has Bella never been bitten and killed by a rattlesnake? (laughs) Right. Because she's like, this is the exact same situation. Oh my god, Bella. I need you to I'm dangerous. I'm dangerous. Oh, I'm going to touch you. Like, how is she not dead? Well, yeah, Edward would she, like to know the same thing. He would like to know the <laughs> same thing because apparently she's clumsy and he had no idea. No clue. Because he so, doesn't watch her in real that. life. He watches her through other people's eyes, which isn't creepy at all. So. Or when she's sleeping. <laughs> Sleep, yeah. Sleeping's the big kicker here. She can't clumsily sleep. So, guys, this is where lunch is over. And Bella's realizing mm-hmm. most people are gone because they're just staring at each other because they stopped talking. They're just looking at each Gross. other. Gross. So disgusting. And I hate that I'm forced to read this. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I was not this <laughs> angry when I read these chapters, but now I'm just no, like no, so annoyed. Oh no, I was okay. So this one, this one I read all in one day. Um actually I think I've read all of Midnight Sun to date. No, you fell asleep. Oh, I did read some of it. So. Yep, yep. I read yeah. half of it. I couldn't read it. Um, I had to listen to it. Oh my gosh. Well, I write. I write my notes. I write the outline thing as I read, so I have to read it on paper so I can go back and. Well, I um, tried to read it, but th- today I was like, I can't concentrate. I didn't. Yeah. I had no problem with Twilight, but I think mm-hmm. the length always, um, like. Oh, and he intimidated. used. What is it? What does it do to you, Kendall? What does the length do to you? It intimidates me. <laughs> Alrighty then. Every fucking episode. I didn't mean we to. Smush it I didn't in. Mean we gotta smush it in. I know you didn't. Jam it in there, Kendall. But you give yourself away. You snicker. You do. We not see your dimples pop like, well, out. No, we've like, caught it. Now we got to talk about it. We're like, hold on. What you doing there? I just want to so, make sure I'm in control of the dirty joke. That's why I like let you know that I know what I accidentally oh. just did. Oh, okay. Now, now we're going to bait you for unprepared dirty jokes. I'm, Thank I'm you. ready. Uh-huh. Ready. So we, at this point, they, they're, everybody else is gone in the cafeteria and they are just lost in each other's eyes, right? So Bella realizes, she's like, oh, we got to go to class. And then Edward's like, I think I'm going to skip today, which is very unlike Edward. Like he hasn't been like nonchalant, I'm going to skip. And Bella's like, well, I'm not skipping because I can't get in trouble. Like Bella's like, nope, I'm going to class. So she goes to class. When she gets to class. We're in biology class, right? Yes. Mr. Banner's biology class. When she gets there, uh, Mr. Banner isn't there yet. She sits down and Mike's a little like, Hmm, all judgy over on his mic pedestal. Yeah. Um, he's moping. He's moping big time. Nowhere. So, Mr. Dick really oh, is. Okay. Again, I have so many issues with this public school. Okay. <laughs> so Mr. Me too. So many Me issues. Me too. Mr. Banner rolls in. I didn't know this could happen. Mr. Banner rolls in. I mean, 
talk about um finding out the hard way that your mom cheated on your dad or something by testing right. your blood type also or they're giving all these children lances also, right you can't do shit like this because of what happens to bella people are deathly afraid of blood yeah. it makes them faint or bloodborne diseases yes. you cannot have people cutting their fingers open in, what in around each other up is like he presents where it. does this happen okay <laughs> so okay i will say that when i was in 11th grade mm-hmm. i had we could volunteer to give blood if you were like 16 yes. or older yeah. yeah i remember that yeah. you had to take a form home and you had to return it by a certain time there had to be parental consent and i did do that yes. when i was in 11th grade they had the whole cafeteria but it was ran by the fucking red cross mm-hmm. yes by professionals yes. like not a fucking divorced 42 <laughs> year old man right who just carried in a cardboard box right full of exacto knives he walks in with a box full of fucking things and he's like oh there's a blood drive in port angeles i want you guys to fill out the and he's basically telling them they have to it didn't really sound like they had a choice and then he was like but in we need to figure out your blood type before you give blood which isn't true this is not true no this isn't true they will tell you your blood type when you get your blood drawn when when they got a sack of your blood, me, they will literally do it for you. As parents, if your kids came home and were like, hey, we uh, pricked ourselves in science today to blood type, would you be a little right, annoyed that you didn't know beforehand? Also, uh, yeah, I'd call the school yeah, immediately. I, I, I would email the teacher yeah. immediately. Well, um, I, sorry. I was in that group where like when we were in like high school people were like sneaking needles and shit on chairs in the theaters like I don't know if you saw that on the news but like people would put like little needles in the chairs and like with a little note that said now you have AIDS and like all the scary stuff oh yeah I remember that that. Um, like it it wasn't necessarily true but it was like people were trying to scare people so like that was what was in my head right when I was in high school you don't want to be saying bloodborne diseases you can't do this and this isn't 2005 this isn't in like 1980 85 right like this is not that long ago I just realized Bella's like my age like in her 30s oh, now it's weird oh middle age he just fucking pricks mike's finger without even asking he just mike. grabs his hand and stabs him in the finger <laughs> just stabs him good for you mr banner and i'm like oh my god i mean listen so, we all wanted to so do that immediately bella gets very woozy like she's like woozy and she's like i already know my blood type mr banner and she's like freaking out and she is like almost i've been on the floor already yeah she is like almost gonna pass out and she knew in her head because mr banner was like can someone take her to the nurse she knew it was mike well, that yeah. volunteered without even looking she probably she was like hear him skittering over yeah she was like she was like with his bloody yeah. hand this bloody drippy thing keep your hand and in your pocket like, isn't that some shit though? Like uh-huh. Mike is the only one who's been pricked so far, and he's the only and one, he's who the one who's going to run the person who's getting sick from blood to the nurse's office. What a fucking idiot, man! <laughs> so he's too horny, too horny, bloody and horny. I got a book for you, Mike. If you need something to fix that. Oh my god! God. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It's heavy. I'm gonna hit you in the face with it. Oh, so she. 
like okay so Mike helps her and Mike is like way too happy about being able to put his arm around her waist and I believe uh-huh. she makes a comment like he is yeah very- she said his 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 hand was too too grabby yeah around her waist mm-hmm. okay Mike so they get across the campus and Bella is like I gotta lay down she fucking she does a drunk misty misty move and she lays on the concrete and she's just like leave mm-hmm. me here which because it's super super cold it feels so good when you're really drunk and she loves and it right so sick yeah right Almost now she like loves cold maybe cold thing. one cold, day she's thing. gonna love something that's cold, cold and hard and find comfort in it i wonder what that is wild I so yeah <laughs> definitely to lay her face on it you'll lay something on it so not comfortable is like <laughs> she's laying on the cement um and then edward just pops up and yeah. Bella is like, Bella says that she's so embarrassed that she wanted to die. Like she wanted to put her face all the way through the cement and just die. Yeah. So, and she just hopefully doesn't throw up. That's all she can think of is please don't throw up in front of Edward. So that was kind of cute. I thought that was kind of cute. It is. That was a very, and I appreciated it. Um, very human. That's one of the very few like, little snippets of a teenage girl that stephanie gets yes. right right because it's rare in these books yeah so she's laying on the pavement and he kind of has like a little bit like he just picks her ass up he just picks her up off the ground um, like she's nothing like 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 it's like he's yeah. a superhero or something oh. and um she he picks her up and she's like now put me back on the ground and he's like absolutely should have dropped her so he and he does he does make a remark about about her looking paler than a corpse he says it in a minute yeah but that's all i can think about is him carrying her like she's a dead body in this part yeah so mike's like he tells mike to go back to class mike's like no i was supposed to take her to the nurse i love it oh okay if nothing else the the conversations between mike and edward good get me every time it's worth because it. i so worth i it. hate read about mics uh-huh. every time i read yeah. about them so when edward just like treats them like a little piece it of does. shit i love it yeah it's the best it's the best so he's like oh, i was supposed to take her to the nurse and he's like i got her and like edward does not argue with him he's just push, fucking nope. picks her up and takes her to the nurse so doesn't even turn around and look at him doesn't give him a second thought so he's laughing like edward is kind of chuckling because mike told her why told him why she got sick and he's laughing because she throws up at the sight of blood that's not even hers like she gets nauseous from blood that's not hers um it's not an odd thing right like it's not a rare thing she gets to the nurse and he says that she had him worried and he says that he thought that mike newton was dragging her dead body off to bury it in the love this y'all this may be the funniest line I, in the entire book i can't imagine anything coming up after this that's funny no, i cackled because i was like same edward me too same. i forgot completely forgot about that line so good, so good. By surprise again oh my god love it i laughed out loud when i read that in my bed alone me too um and then <laughs> this is where he says, honestly, I've seen corpses with better color. I was concerned that I might have to avenge your murder. So he wants to kill Mike. He just wanted a reason to murder uh, Mike. Yeah. As Bella, 
I would be mm-hmm. like, how many corpses have you seen, Edward, and why? Yeah. A lot, because he'd be murdering Yeah, folks. why do you keep bringing up dead bodies? <laughs> why but... are you always telling me you're dangerous and you've seen dead, a lot of dead people? I'm confused. And you're going to hell, and you're a bad guy. She's not putting this puzzle together very no, well. No, yeah. not yet. Like, mm, she needs a man no. to help her put the puzzle pieces together, and that man's Jacob. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So, okay. We are in, he's carrying her. He's telling her about avenging her death <laughs> um, or her murder. And Bella has the nerve to say, poor Mike, I'll bet he's so mad. You know, Bella doesn't feel bad about Mike. She's saying that to Egg Edward. Absolutely. I think because she keeps doing it. So um, then Edward says he absolutely loathes me. Then so do I. Now here comes Mike with another fucking student who also is about to puke. So mm-hmm. this, Uh-oh. even obviously I've read this before, but reading it this time, it says, and then Mike staggered through the door. And when I read that before I read the next part, telling you that he has another kid with him i was like is mike faking being sick so he can be in the nurse's office <gasps> bella oh, that is funny. absolutely the mikest he thing would do to it. do i, I would, would do like, that is that what he's doing he would go back and get one of those lancets and stab him, him his own self he'd like stab himself in the neck with that little tiny yeah thing. oh my god and then Bella would immediately hop up off the table and leave. <laughs> so, do it for nothing. Because that's what she does. Nothing. So yep. he come, Mike comes in with another student and Edward tells Bella to get out of the office. Like he was like, get out of the like get, get out of the office. And she's like, she listens to him and she runs out immediately. And that's shocking for mm-hmm. him because she never fucking does what he says. Right? Right. And he's like baffled that she listened. Um, <laughs> and she expl- he even says it. He says, you listen to me. Yeah. And she explains that she could smell the She's blood. Learning. She could smell the blood. And Edward said that people can't smell blood. So she says she could. And Edward looks at her with like a wild expression and doesn't explain anything to her. Rust and salt is how she described it. Yeah. Which, I mean, it smells like pennies. Yeah. It smells like iron. Yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. iron in your blood, a ton yeah. of it. So I guess that's a fair uh, yeah. explanation. Rust and salt. It. Yeah. Oh. So um, they get out of the office and then Mike comes out and tells Bella that she looks better. And he asks her if she's coming back to class. And then he makes sure to bring up the beach in front of Edward. Of course. So Without inviting him. Looks at Bella, then looks at Edward and asks her about the beach. He gave him the look so he knows he's not invited, but Bella (laughs) is. Specifically. So... I love it so much. <laughs> Mike says, uh, Bella's like, well, I said I was going to the beach. Like, she's kind of confused. Like, I told you I was. So, like, yeah, why like, are you why, are you, me why are you saying this again? Um, I already told you I was going. So, I wanted to throw in one note real quick mm-hmm. because right before he talks about um, them going to the beach again, mm-hmm. when Mike puts her on the ground on the cement she tells him to keep his hand in his pocket Mm -hmm. and then she tells him again Mm -hmm. in the office just keep your hand in your pocket the line after the second time she says it 
is it's not bleeding anymore. I absolutely thought she was telling him to keep his hand in his pocket to like keep his hands off of her. Oh no. Oh, I don't no. think that's what I thought no. she meant. I don't think Miss No, because remember Bella And I was like, Bella? Yeah, she's not that aggressively against Mike. Right. right? And that's why it was so, so weird. I was like, she just told me to keep his hands in his pocket. Yeah, which is funny. That's a funny way of telling someone to keep their hands off. Well, it's like absolutely it. what I thought. But whatever. <laughs> I, what I would be like, keep your hands in your pockets. She meant keep your bloody, grubby, nail-bitten hands in your pocket. That's what she meant. Edward says, oh, because she's like, oh, Jim, because she doesn't feel super yeah, great. of course. So Edward's like- On top of the fact that she hates Jim, period. Right. So Edward's yeah. like, I can take care of that. Mm-hmm. So he goes over to the secretary and we'll talk about her during his chapter, guys. So Jim, oh, yes. There's more to talk about her in the night sun. The, yeah, we're going to hold off on her until we have more info on her. He convinces the secretary to allow him to take Bella home. He asks if he needs to carry her if she can walk and she won't let him carry her. She's going to walk. So Bella asks if he was going Saturday and he's like, where, where are they going? Like, what beach are they going to? And she's like, La Push. And he's like, well, I don't think I was invited. <laughs> so she's like, well, I just invited you um so he says let's not push mike any further this week we don't want him to snap no she sighs she goes edward well i just invited you and i just think that's funny because like she's so exasperated by him that's how i do yeah he's just so much he's so much he's so so difficult um so edward demands that he drive bella home Mm-hmm. like they yeah. sit here and go back and forth he demands verbally and he demands physically when she tries to go to her car he grabs her and pulls her no y'all remember when he had this fantasy of grabbing her by the chin and making her look him in the oh, eye yeah, he's getting way oh, more comfortable. he decided yeah he can just he literally mm-hmm. grabs her by the back of the no. jacket and yanks her to the no. car so guys if any what the fuck i would have turned around swinging okay like, i'm sorry that would have been my immediate reaction would be punch in the face oh I my had... god i would start screaming for help before that this man has been telling me all day he's gonna chop me up in little pieces mm-hmm. cryptically <laughs> and now he's dragging me physically to his car seriously this could have been a completely different genre of book oh it absolutely and you know what i think stephanie could write she could write this well this is not this is not her wheelhouse at all she just stay away i would love a murder a murder book i think she yeah yeah i was gonna say like a true crime or like a mystery but she could write yeah something from the viewpoint of a killer love that well Mm -hmm. i think an adult yeah not preying on children please miss or don't Meyer. from the viewpoint of a teenager yeah. either you know what right. the fuck you're doing well honestly she does have some of the annoying traits that teenagers have pretty down packed i think oh, Ooh, yeah, oh absolutely she does. but yes she's more of a jessica than she cares to admit i'll tell you that much yeah she is yeah stephanie meyer is the epitome of jessica i really think that she thinks she's a bella but she is oh yeah an absolute jessica yeah so Oh my gosh. So then they're in the car after he physically mm-hmm. fucking abused her. Um, they're in the car suit. and 
I don't know what leads to this because it just aggravated me. And like, I think she gets tired of the silence yeah, and she yeah, presses yeah, play yeah, on yeah, the CD yeah, player. Yeah, 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 I think it's something like that. Because she's just fuming. Yeah. Because he just threw her in the car. Oh, yeah. Like, what's on the CD <laughs> so player? She's bad. Oh, man. I don't know. Kendall, what's on the CD player? I'm so glad you asked. It just so happens to be this week's Twilight track, Claire de Lune by... Is it Debussy? Debussy, Debussy? I think. Yeah. Yeah. The audiobook I listened to did not pronounce it Debussy, so I got confused. Oh, maybe it's not then. Did, you, did they pronounce it Debussy? Maybe. Or is that, yeah, that's how I think it's. I mean, it's pronounced. French. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. yeah, my little hickish self will continue to call it Debussy. But um, I was like, well, you know, we can't not have this song be the Twilight track. So I listened to it, which I've heard it before, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just made me happy. It gave me all the feels. It's a, it's a very beautiful song. song. It it's is a very comforting song. Absolutely, and it has lulled me to sleep many yes, a nights. Yes, um, I actually have been finding a few um, songs that are instrumental to help me, like to listen to while I read, because I can't listen to the Twilight tracks because mm-hmm. there's lots of angry music. So, yes. so, um, but I love that. And I like their exchange in the car about it. Cause it's like something they have in common. And, yeah. um, I don't know. This is actually where you kind of see their relationship progress a little more, I guess, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, like not a normal forced. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like very just like oh you've heard of this yeah my mom used to listen to it what's your mom like oh she's prettier than me so anyway yeah yeah but yeah It's almost a little sweet from from Edward because because it, it catches him off guard and he's it's almost like he has a normal conversation with her. For yeah, the first it's time. not mm-hmm. like probing her for questions. Yeah, which that comes in a later chapter. Oh, mm. it's coming. So, did you know that Claire de Lune has lyrics? Yeah, no, I knew that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone sing this song. Mm-hmm. Most people don't sing it. It's in French, but there are lyrics. Yeah, that's cool. You want me to sing them for you? Yeah. No, I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna ask you to because I knew your bitch ass wasn't gonna. Because you them. knew I wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, there's no way. She's not gonna do it. Nope. <laughs> um, that was funny. Jk. Um. So. You know they go back and forth. It's cute. Um. 
he asks how old she is. She says, I'm 17. He says, well, you don't seem 17. That's so creepy. Don't ask me how, don't ask me how old I am. Be like, you don't seem 17. You know who that's says really that? mature for your you age. That's what you that? say. Yeah. Say it. Pedophiles online. Pedophiles. Pedophiles online who come to your house and then some reporter guy with condoms and Smirnoff ice and duct tape in their trunk. And there is a Chris Harrison man. Chris Harrison's at your your door. Chris Hansen. Yeah, Chris Harrison's the bachelor. Uh, I'm I'm Chris Hansen and you're on uh, How to Catch Predator. Yeah. That is what is happening right here. And it is so very creepy. Misty, you said something. Oh, yeah. I I think they did use it in a different place in the movie because they did that with a lot of quotes in this book okay i think that's, that's when they're all on the i was like beach. that's either a mirror of yeah well no because when they're in the middle of the woods and that's when they do the whole say it out loud vampire yeah. she asks him how old he is and he says i'm 17 she says how long have you been 17 oh well i think he all oh yeah. is that in the book or um, is that just what they used in the movie i don't know i, can't remember. I don't know that's good question if it's in the book then it's a mirrored yeah of what line mm-hmm. like it's a mirrored question he asked her and well, then she asked him the same sense. thing later on yeah i was gonna yeah. say that probably would make sense because or it um, could just be a movie line i don't remember yeah i don't know but um, that's one of my she favorite probably mirrors it one of my she favorite made up it. scenes or made fun of scenes it is so <laughs> i can't wait to, so to trash <laughs> that fucking scene when we watched the movie dear god so they are literally going back and forth just asking questions now like she starts to ask him a lot of questions about his family um nothing like you know basic yes or no questions is essentially what she's getting out of him right now because he can't he knows he can't keep his mouth shut yeah he's trying to like keep it very light so yeah and apparently he has a problem lying yeah that's apparently that's a new thing for him now that he's discovered yeah. he loved her. So Liar. he tells her to have fun at the beach and tells her that he'll be out of town with Emmett. And then he has the audacity to tell her that she's accident prone and if she can promise him that she won't fall in the ocean or get ran over by anything. Can't make any promises. Can't just leave this nice situation nope. nice. Can't Finally just tonight. leave it he has to neg her on her way out the car mm-hmm. that he threw her, her in. That would mm-hmm. make me feel like shit. Okay, like I know well, it made her feel like shit she too. She slams the door after yeah, he says really that. Good. She got pissed. She slammed the door. It's rude. Like she's like, I understand. She's like, I know I'm how I am. I don't need you to tell me. Yeah, like you don't Sorry. have to remind me that I'm a doofus who can't walk. Right, like, all, the, all time. the time. All the like, time. He's not her friend. Like. If they were friends and he wanted to like, you know, <laughs> you know, you're clumsy, blah, blah, that's one thing. Wait, and do you know With her consent? All the times he she's lied for him. Right. Like about the whole hospital thing. Like she totally covers for him. But any chance he even says how clumsy she is in the nurse's office, like to other people. Mm-hmm. Like he completely embarrasses her. Yeah. To other people. He's an, he asshole. an asshole. I love how fired up we get about this oh fucking imaginary character, by the way. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It gives me somewhere to channel my rage so that just rage. sits there all the time. So rage. It's like um oh. it's like Calcifer from Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, that's how I feel. I just sit there and like you boil in your own anger. Just, yeah. And then sometimes I just get all fired up because I got something to be angry at. I feel at. like mm-hmm. 
it's our fun. spouses are probably you know would appreciate that they should be they thankful should. <laughs> no i'm still they should be thankful that i have somewhere to channel my just rage of being born a woman <laughs> that's it that's that's it that's why i'm mad all the time <laughs> so i'm, a, compasses I'm everything. a woman god damn it right i'm a woman and i'm alive and i'm angry about it all right so bella slams the door she's mad because edward's always got to be a douchebag somehow yeah we are now in edward's head so buckle up guys it's not a fun place to it's be. about to get creepy real shitty real real gross real fucking shitty real gross so we immediately open the first line we open to this first line of this fucking chapter which is at least it sets the tone immediately she does not delay at all Mm -hmm. she said he says i followed her all day through other people's eyes barely aware of my own surroundings yep ew like we're immediately in crazy town immediately immediately in crazy town like no like and there's no not no that's just what he says he that's just where his mind is now no, no explanation no nothing yeah just stuck it in dry Ew. well well that's where we are um <laughs> so, like a guy who would care about lubrication anyway i mean he, i don't think so he, he did bro he don't care about anything um so he's been stalking bella through everyone's thoughts except for mike newton's because well as we've discussed mike is disgusting and he cannot nobody wants to fucking be in his mind does not want to be in mike's mind because of how mike thinks about bella because he says fantasies he uses the word fantasies the specifically mike's fantasies um edward also, i can't blame him for that yeah no i, I can't. don't want near his thoughts with a 10-foot pole like don't even uh. tell me what you're thinking mike so edward explains now that he's starting to notice through everyone's eyes that bella's super clumsy and he hadn't oh, realized that before like i guess because he wasn't like stalking her with his thought everyone's thoughts yeah. until today i don't know man as much as it's brought up it's basically if mike and eric weren't being human crutches to her all day long she would die literally like as much as it's commented on that she trips and falls like how has he not noticed this before i want to know why exactly that is a part of the story why is she so clumsy why it has to have something to do Mm -hmm. and i just don't remember it has to have something to do with her her uh her power her um what is it oh the shield oh uh, yeah the shield the barrier it has to have it has to have something to do with she's so maybe unconsciously putting a barrier up that she can't pay attention to her physical i don't know if it's not that then i don't have a clue i feel like maybe it's trying to show that she's actually human and like showing well, the difference but it's no. over the top it, it's, it's over the top so it's i think it's here's the point because again this is going to be brought up again when we get to the last book but it has mm-hmm. to do with how different she's going to be when she turns so she's trying to cement it into our brains that she's a fucking disaster as a human okay 
she is trying to make us think that it's lot it's gonna be better for Bella when she becomes a vampire because she yeah. fucking sucks at being a human. That's what it is. She wants us to sympathize with what Bella wants That's and want that really for her. fucking stupid. It's okay, stupid. so she's trying to justify ahead of time yeah. the horrendous mm-hmm. process that you have to go through to be a vampire and the terrible like paradox of a life that you have to right. live afterwards because then you gotta like deny your innate desires yeah. to feed on human blood all for all time. eternity all the time he writes it off is okay but that's better than being a human because bella's so clumsy mm-hmm. yeah sure so okay dumb. and it it is like, really stupid and it gives edward another reason to be worried about her it just gives him more validation for feeling the things that he feels. That's what I think she has done with all of that. And for doing the things that he does. Yes, exactly. Yeah, specifically. That makes sense. It gives him an excuse to stalk it's her. To protect her. And then, you know, she'll be better off. Kind of like, because we, because you know how she's presented afterwards. This yeah. amazing, magical, wonderful person. And that, they're trying to play her down to this trash garbage human being, essentially, who can't it's so walk. annoying because her blood smells better than anyone else's. She has a special right. power. There's no choice but to turn her into a vampire. She's the only... Well, that's what it's setting up. It's setting up the plot of her. Like, it's... it's She's doomed to be a vampire. Okay, I just have a question mm-hmm. now because we've already discussed that it is odd that she has this weird extra power mm-hmm. and charlie also has partially this extra power yeah. were the rest of uh i'm trying to put this thought together right now mm-hmm. so the, all these other vampires that have these special powers were they like this as humans as well yes i wondering. think so because isn't that why that's alice why alice yeah alice, alice had mm-hmm. hers yep alice had hers but it wasn't as strong until she right. was a vampire because she just thought that she was like crazy like she didn't really so maybe that's why knew. rosalie and esme don't really have like a power but they se. just never their had personality anything. traits are just kind it's of like yeah um, stronger it, yeah like i and y'all both probably um are the same way but i'm extremely empathetic so i feel like mm. if i were a vampire in this sense i could probably have something similar to jasper's power which is yeah that's what i was one of the reasons i appreciate that Mm -hmm. ability that she gave him and understand it but i kind of like the idea of being a human and having certain abilities that you have be enhanced and not Mm -hmm. everyone yeah that makes more sense if it were so i think it's just like cool but yeah kind of did it i think that's kind of like how she's working us into being okay with it and not fighting back on this idea so much because mm-hmm. she has set up this whole time that she is not going to survive as a human essentially like this bitch is going to die she's you know fragile, what I'm saying? Yeah. like she's mm-hmm. just she's fragile she's yeah. vulnerable she's gonna you know she can't even walk she you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. she basically yeah. sets her up as a useless human being who needs to be turned into a vampire and it's a fucking i don't like that though i hate it i hate that i hate it because you could have made so you're telling me what? if i'm a clumsy um person mm-hmm. who's not perfect then i don't have any business being live yeah not if it, know, not if it, it just not feels if weird. it serves my character plot that I need you to True. fall yeah. into. <laughs> I mean, you're also your entire being is to be with this man. Like you, you were born to the be this man, of course. This vampire's 
marriage and babies, no matter how it puts your life in danger. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> Edward, um, you know, she's clumsy. Edward's noticing that. Whoop-de-doo. We all knew it. Um, Edward, so he gets to the cafeteria and he's decided he's going to sit by himself today. And his family, they mm. walk in and like, they know because Alice probably already saw it and she told yeah. him. So when they yes. come in, they're she not- probably warned him. Yeah. Um, not only does he decide he's going to sit by, he oh, runs, runs to the cafeteria mm-hmm. after class runs. to get his own table mm-hmm. for the sole purpose of staring at Bella in hopes that she's going to look up and see him and see him staring at her, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Super gross. Um, like a fucking weirdo. Runs. So Rosalie walks by him and calls him an idiot in her head. Like she's Again. like, idiot. Um, he re- <laughs> this is where I found a tidbit of interesting information is that oh, yes. he recalls that the first time he ever met Rosalie, he offended her and yes. she, and um, she's hated him ever since, ever since it took the one time we know how she's been, you know, what's funny though, in his recalling of that situation, mm-hmm. he says, the first thing I ever said to Rosalie, she was offended and she's hated me. He doesn't say what he said to her yeah the first time he said anything to her um knowing what i know about edward now i'll probably put money on the fact that i would be offended right by anything this fucking creepy ass dude said to me mm-hmm. he Absolutely. probably told her to i don't know go make him a sandwich or something <laughs> like you need makeup oh or something like that yes uh-huh. yes or you don't need makeup that's probably yes. what he, it's probably what he did tell rosalie yeah he probably told her you don't need to wear make why do you wear makeup you don't need it or why do you wear so much makeup <sighs> like yeah i know i don't need it because i'm beautiful but maybe i fucking want to okay mm-hmm. so mm, that's basically what he's now i'm super extra angry <laughs> and then oh he God. has the audacity to say that she always makes everything about herself i'm sorry what have Hmm. what have you done everyone has been revolving around planet edward for the past like four five months arrived they've all had everyone's lives have literally had to change for him because of what edward is choosing to do absolutely but rosalie makes everything about herself oh how dare she because her being, she angry, her being angry is about her. No, it it has, like, she's allowed to be angry at you, Edward. Right. Whether you right. think it's dumb or not, whether she's a bitch, she shouldn't be a bitch, but mm-hmm. she has every right to be mad. Let her fucking mm-hmm. be mad. Like, mm-hmm. is she, yeah, she's not trying to tell you how to live your life. And can we, we had a whole family discussion about it right but she still could call you an idiot because you're being a fucking idiot you are an idiot you're like chasing this girl around like you can't just walk up and talk to her you're sitting in the corner of the cafeteria alone and staring daggers at the back of her head waiting idiot but also yet again smire has written rosalie in the worst light she possibly can and i am over it this could have if we been... don't ever get some tor- some type of like redemption i'm gonna burn the paragraph at any point about rosalie like <laughs> just burn. fucking burn it all down i don't know what i'm burning but i'm burning something I'm i agree put, like, like not fair she's not more than this 
She wrote her more than this, and now she's not. Exactly. And now she's reversing everything. I'm like, what are you doing? So quotes that each one of the people, like, this is kind of what he's getting out of each family member's head as they walk by, right? I was waiting for this. Because I know it's Rose coming. walks mm-hmm. by and she goes, idiot. <laughs> Jasper walks by and he says, good luck, but not because he thinks he's going to have any luck. Like he literally says, good luck. Like, oh, Emmett. It's probably the best he could think. Right. And Emmett says, lost his mind, poor kid. <laughs> and then Alice. Always is- a one-liner from Emmett. Yeah. I love it. Because he's Call not going to like, because like he agrees with Rose that he's kind of being an idiot. Yes. But like he has to say But he it. also understands Edward's yeah. position as yeah. well. Like, oh. <laughs> little little finch straddler. And then Alice says, Can I talk to Bella now? Love it. And Edward's like, no. And she's like, fine. And like they're having a mental little argument because she just wants to make a new friend that she's going to be friends with. So. Yeah, and she tells him, it's okay. Take your time. It's going to happen eventually. She's mm-hmm. like, don't worry. It's coming. I'll be friends with her anyway. Fuck you, yeah. Edward. I'm not worried. And he just right. keeps, ke- and he's keeping Bella to himself is what I think at this point. Like he doesn't want his family involved with her. Like he's like, she's mine. I don't think even to the point when he does introduce her to his family, I still don't think he wants his family to have anything to do with her. No. I still think he just wants her to himself. Yeah. yeah. Like a fucking psychopath. Like a fucking serial killer. Mm-hmm. Take my boy. That was a good turn so, yes. last time. It's absolutely sure. the description. Mm-hmm. So this cafeteria scene, you guys, is nothing but absolute overanalyzation of every single thing that Bella yes. does and what he does and it literally yep. it's the most painful shit he sees Bella come into the cafeteria look at his family's table and she looks a little sad so he's like thinking should I go comfort her should I make her feel better <laughs> so then Bella only gets a soda for lunch and he's like oh my god is that enough doesn't she need more nutrition than that god oh, shut up and then yeah okay misty you have some things to say right here you have two double double whammied into this it was almost three so angry i love it well the first one has a lot to do with Mm -hmm. misty's love of the big words that stephanie tries Uh, to use because she's speaking in edward's voice he says uh humans are quite exasperatingly fragile like shut the fuck up stephanie Mm -hmm. shut up that's stop it. fragile stop it and then we get the scene where edward summons <laughs> bella over to his table from his point of view where he um crooks his finger over mm-hmm. and winks at her mm-hmm. and the way it's written from his point of view in midnight sun if you can imagine it's worse than twilight mm. I motioned with my finger for her to join me. She looked so startled by this that I wanted to tease her again. So I winked and her mouth fell open. Where am I? What am I reading? What, you know, I fucking hate it you're here. Reading, you're reading Fifty Shades of Grey is basically what it feels like I'm reading. Yeah. That's what it feels I like. I completely understand here. where Fifty Shades came from. Yeah. This is predatory behavior. Yeah. Absolutely. So then Bella is coming towards him and she stumbles on the, as he describes, the perfectly flat linoleum floor walking to his table and he's confused as to how he never saw it before. How did I never notice that she was this clumsy? 
And then he says, like, they're having, now she sits down and they're just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. The same, same exact same conversation as conversation. Twilight. And he's like, why do I say too much when I talk to her? And Misty, you have something to say about oh, yeah. this, right? <laughs> oh, look, I'm up again. I'm up to bat again. <laughs> um, so this is in the, in the same conversation where he's throwing out um, warnings. He thinks he's giving her to stay away from him. And he says, it really shouldn't be funny. She should worry. So this is when I started to kind of get like a bigger picture view of what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And he's completely setting, is what I was saying earlier. He's completely setting Bella up for her to be at fault when he hurts her. Yeah, absolutely. So he's continuously throwing out warnings on dangerous we shouldn't be friends. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, uh, you know, oh. you shouldn't trust me. Um, what if I'm the bad guy? Like all these things mm-hmm. so that he can say, well, I, I told her. you so. I told you. Yeah. Oh exactly. my God. So Bella gets hurt. It's her fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he won't feel as bad. He's, I told you to run and you didn't, you didn't run. run. Yeah. I gave you a chance. Mm-hmm. So me hurting you is your fault because it's not my fault because i warned you that's Mm -hmm. emotional abuse that is absolutely i am floored that never (laughs) like clicked before it's like triggering me a little bit yes i'm having a hard time right now it's yeah it's the worst he's an absolute like he's a dumpster fire of a yeah of a predator this character I don't, I don't know if she realizes what she wrote um, him into being because she definitely took him from just a creepy teenager in Twilight to a full-fledged fucking murderer in this book. This is a full-blown mm-hmm. Forensic Files episode. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Absolutely. This, is a, this is a cold case file. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what this whole book is. Missy, oh, there and we it's, go. Yep here's the cold case right here <laughs> here it is yes that's it 800 no how i was about to say how many pages we got no need to file it yeah it's almost 800 yeah. pages oh so 755 because that's the page i stopped at this is where bella asks if they're friends and he doesn't like the sound of that because it wasn't enough you see I this can't. is what i was saying before this is this is the same problem with mike this is why you can't give him an inch. Mm-hmm. She can't be friends with Mike because yep. for Mike being friends isn't enough. Yep. Yeah. And that's Mike's Once fault. again, that, that's Mike. These wieners. That's not Bella's fault. These wieners trying to get to the finish line. No, it's not. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Not her so fault. Then, at all. Then Edward reaches across the table because she has her bottle cap sitting there and he reaches aco- across the table to see if she's scared and she doesn't he literally get he moves his hand towards her to see if she's going to move or fidget or whatever in her chair and she doesn't move because he's trying to see if she's scared which is so this is like baby step number one yeah yeah can i get her in my truck i reached for her and she didn't flinch so it's gonna escalate yeah if this were a real person which (laughs) this is this is many real people yeah that's what's so scary about it am i situations escalate Mm -hmm. to uh women not being able to leave their homes Mm -hmm. 
So Bella now says it's, you know, the, now we're at the point where the cafeteria is like empty and Bella's like, yeah, um, it's time to go to class. He says he's not going. And she asks why. And in his head, he thinks, because I don't want to kill you. Isn't that what you're grooming her for? Literally, that's the whole, that's what you're doing without even, I don't know if you even realize that's what you're doing or this quote unquote monster inside of you is still doing. So anyway, so Bella's like, bye, see you later. Bye. So Bella goes to class. And then Edward in his head says, please save yourself. Please never leave me. What the fuck? Those are two complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Are they? Or is he like threatening to kill her if she gets away from him? Because that's what serial killers do. Mm-hmm. That's, um, what's it, Patrick Bates? That's very Patrick Batesy. Yeah. Although he just killed because he Bateman. wanted to. Yeah, that. I think mm-hmm. in Mormon. American Psycho. Yeah. So yeah. then Edward picks up the bottle cap as a souvenir. Oh, how cute. Y'all. I used to do cute. dumb shit like That's that. That's not too, cute. Y'all. You know what that is? That's a collection for a serial killer who also collects it's little- a souvenir. Yeah. He gets a, and they literally call it a souvenir. I in the book. was like- <gasps> like gas of course what missy said i kind of maybe may have done that as as a high school student too like oh i have some dumb shit yes he breathed on this i'm gonna keep it i get it but this different i don't know this is a token of his manipulation is what it is this isn't like a sweet no um because still love. at this point he mm-hmm. believes that this is going to end badly mm-hmm. this isn't we're gonna live happily ever after and i want to keep this as a memory of the first real conversation we ever had he still believes he's gonna kill her yeah oh 100 mm-hmm. yeah so tucks that little bottle cap in his pocket and so edward mm-hmm. goes to his car to wait out oh, yes. biology so he's in his car playing a cd listening to our twilight tracks twilight tracks right um and then he's- I don't know. did you guys pick up that when he was listening to claire de lune he started like half listening to it and he started composing bella's lullaby into his mind <gasps> that's what he was doing he said the composition is, is what he said the composition is Aww. coming along nicely or something Aww. right so That's i go like, from like complete i just set him on fire in my mind and then i was like <laughs> no like, i almost put hard eyes behind this so i was like oh he's writing her song right now i do like, have can you, can you edward just choose that path can we choose that path and yeah. the other oh path? also i'll ruin it for you again cool. um cool, cool, cool. i don't know have y'all seen hannibal the tv show yeah. it's like my fucking i'm obsessed with it well Fucking I love completely. the actor. but this is he's amazing oh Mads Mikkelsen I could I love him. die I would die for him in a heartbeat um anyway so this is one Edward sitting in his car listening to classical music is 100% a, a Dr. Lecter thing like mm-hmm. that's what he does he's he so is in his kitchen typically cutting up human bodies and cooking them but listening to beautiful music We're like, um, just so everyone knows I have a continuity yeah question um he says i should have highlighted this but i didn't read it so um he says (laughs) at some point 
he was listening to the song he listened to on the first day. The first day, wasn't that the angry music? Yeah, that's what he's doing. Cause I think he's yes, trying it to was. like, I think he's trying to make sure like he's. But he's this is an angry music. I put on my favorite calming CD, the same one I'd listened to on that first day, but I wasn't hearing Debussy's notes for long. Other notes were running through my head a fragment of a tune that pleased and intrigued me. I turned on the stereo and listened to the music in my head, playing with the fragment until it evolved into a fuller harmony. Automatically, my fingers moved in the air over imaginary piano keys. The new composition was really coming along when my attention was caught by a wave of mental anguish. So, anyway, so the first yeah, day, so it's a, he said a he different... was listening to angry music in his car this yes, is what i'm not talking his about calming CD. this is what i'm talking about or not remembering let me grab twilight fuck she wrote because this happened oh no it was in my night someone yeah that. this happens all the time she forgets yeah. what she wrote and she just makes something else up oh hold on yep page 19 i played a cd that usually calms me ah. but it did little for me now you're lucky this time, oh. Smyer. Yeah. We were coming for you. <laughs> I was coming, coming to drag you. your ass again. <laughs> we're coming okay. for you. No. So Edward's trying to, okay, so Edward hears some mental anguish. Um, Edward's trying to figure out, like he gets out of his car and he runs over to whatever's happening because he can kind of figure out that it's um, Mike and Bella and whatever. So Edward's trying to figure out what happened to Bella because he can't hear Bella's mind. So, right, but um, he knows Mike is there. <laughs> Mike's there, so he's a little fucking concerned. And he declares in his head that if Mike had anything, had done anything, there would be nothing <laughs> left of him. Yes. I mean, I don't blame him. I'd be worried about Mike doing something too. Honestly, For sure. yeah, I'm, I'm real, not upset. I'm with real that. gray with this, like Edward and Mike situation, because on one hand, like right. Edward is a fucking trash can, and he's violent, and, and he's in her but bedroom. At the same time, I want him to chop Mike up into little bitty Me pieces. Me too. Like I want that. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just murder Mike and quench your thirst, yes. there, body boy? Yes. Then he figures out there was a fingerprint, you know, they were doing the blood thing in class and he's like, oh my God, what yeah. if Bella pricked her finger? Like he starts to panic because he's like, oh fuck. What, and died? No, he's worried that she pricked her finger and now he's going to be near her blood. Because mm. he didn't think True. about that until he got there and then he's like, oh God. And then Mike says, oh, well, she didn't even prick her finger and she got sick. And he's like, okay, cool. I can stay. Um, because Mike's blood isn't bothering him, like isn't even phasing him at all. Yeah, because it's trash blood, <laughs> gross blood, it's dirt blood. He's got that dirt blood. Um, so oh Edward Edward just picks Bella up and rushes her to the nurse, completely ignoring Mike's request. And he yes. flat out says he didn't have time to argue with him. Like just has no desire to sit and argue with Mike. He, he just grabs this Bella is and goes. So dramatic. It's so hilarious. Dramatic. He like runs really out of is. his car. Bella. Like, like the whole time. <gasps> and and it's gotta be like kind of raining because it's always raining. Uh-huh. So I'm like, yeah. he's like, Wait. Well, it's definitely raining when they leave the nurse's office. Oh, that's a whole thing. Um, uh-huh. so, oh god. Oh god. Edward, okay. <laughs> So Edward tells the nurse about the blood typing and she says, there's always one. And Edward thinks to himself, trust Bella to be that one. See, he completely embarrassed her. He didn't say it out loud though. That was in his head. 
He didn't say that one out loud. That was him thinking sure? in response. Double check. I thought he said that to the ladies. I don't think he said it to the ladies. Because I was mad at him for embarrassing her. Because it was like in that italic writing that they do when they talk yeah, about it in, so maybe. in the head. Um, yeah, just, it was in his head. You're right. I think it's that so interesting yep. that he doesn't realize how fucking weird it seems that he has ignored her and been a dick to her for quite a yes. while. And then all of a sudden he is all about Bella. Like, running to her to save her obsessively runs across the fucking courtyard to pick her up literally comes out of the bushes nowhere the bushes like he's not in class i'm sure people just assume he's at home Mm -hmm. absolutely and he just fucking pops out of the woods oh my god it's so bad so he's in my car listening to a cd i just like where the fuck did you how'd you know I needed you across the fucking courtyard the on the other side of the school? What did you do last yeah, night? It really dates oh, it. I stayed home and watched a DVD. <laughs> like it just <laughs> it's just that was what I thought too. I was like, you don't say you were just listening to some music. <laughs> no, specifically no, listen to a CD. A CD to be clear, because I have a card that has a CD player in it. <laughs> I was about to say I have a six CD changer. Thank you well, very that'll much. That'll blow Smyers' mind. My like, wait, you could put six in there. I, I bought my Damn, bitch. in two thousand eight, and it was like a hand crank as far as the uh, the windows go. Yes. And uh-huh. when I went to buy my current car four years ago, the guy was like, "So, what kind of stuff do you want in it? Like, what what do you mean?" I was like, "I." I don't really know um automatic windows and he goes uh yeah we can, we can do that for you <laughs> yeah we got a where I'm at. um oh so anyway edward has a wave of fury because bella yeah. feels bad for mike like he gets yeah. angry because bella's like oh poor mike and then they start to talk about like why she got sick and edward's like mm-hmm. It, are you even human if you can smell blood because humans don't usually right. like can smell blood from across a room like she did because mike wasn't sitting next to her he was at like another desk on the other side of the thing for one little prick to be able to smell the blood that's what he's like what is that <laughs> are, are you talking about mike again <laughs> i just thought of that you i was like idiot. man that was so perfect when kendall laughed yes that's what i meant because when you that. said one little prick, I just saw Mike because he is kind Mike, of a prick. Mike, the one little prick. Um, and he's like wondering if she's even human, if she can smell blood, because that's not really normal for humans, yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't smell blood. I don't think it's that abnormal. I Look, I've had enough. Let me tell you, I've had enough n- fucking nosebleeds to know what blood smells and tastes like, sir. Well, Okay. This might be foreshadowing to the fact that when she's pregnant with Renesme, mm. she has to drink yeah. blood. You're so right. So yeah, I think maybe this so. is leading into the fact that she's so terribly afraid of blood. And same thing with her being clumsy. Or, she's going to turn into like or, a super vampire. Or mm-hmm. that she's essentially in love right now that she, even though she's mm-hmm. not openly admitting it to him, she's in love yeah. and infatuated with someone who can only survive with blood. So it's right. also kind of interesting to him that it's she can just smell like, it so yeah. easily. So he's like, fuck, I got to wash my hands real good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so 
he's trying to figure out the whole blood situation and then mm-hmm. mike and then mike decides to interrupt mike rolls in <laughs> with that other person and then he interrupts bella and edward talking and edward wants to teach him some manners i mean he needs to learn like, some fucking manners this is like he's rude as hell he's so rude he's the worst the worst but I guess that's old timey talk for I want to beat the shit out of you. It is. It is. I'm going to fuck you up. Is what that means. So <laughs> then Edward freezes angrily when Mike asks if she's coming this weekend. And Bella confirms and Edward becomes super jealous. And he says that the jealousy burned more painfully than thirst. This is a problem. Yeah. <sighs> because... Edward, I can't remember exactly, but he does say he knows it's a group trip at this point, right? Yeah. I feel like he's already had that conversation. He, I it's think not he just him and her. I think he said it's something a group. before about mm-hmm. hearing Mike so Newton. He's still angry. So this is a problem. Yeah. This is like a severe jealousy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you who you can be friends with problem. Well, that's why it was so important for me to point that out because that's immediately Mm -hmm. what I thought. I was like, who the fuck are you to tell me who I can hang out with? Because that's immediately an abusive relationship. He's already telling you who you can be friends with without telling you. He's already isolating her. Yes. So I isolated her in the cafeteria, actually. So already started. That's one of the biggest things that I did not like through even the regular Twilight series before I read this mm-hmm. was how much separated. And there is a scene at the end of the movie where they're in a car and all of her old friends are coming out of the cafe or whatever. And mm-hmm. they're having to leave town because of all the shit that's going on. And you see all of her yeah. friends walk out of the, the restaurant together having fun <clears throat> and you see mm-hmm. that happen. And it's like, and do you know what is so troubling about it? Like, from the outside looking at the big picture because stephanie doesn't even see it this way like she has 100 constructed an abusive relationship like to the t like yep. to the there's like five step programs to like alcoholics anonymous or it's 12 steps whatever like there are steps to like falling into a an abusive relationship and it's like isolation yeah is yeah. is one of them um um it's bringing you down but bringing you or bringing oh, yes. you up to bring you down i was exactly one of those with my roommate yes she did they have to be your only source of like compliments they have to be your only yeah. source of where you know where you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. absolutely and she doesn't even re- she doesn't, doesn't i know she doesn't she doesn't or she doesn't realize what she did no so i had to uh-oh I had to, because Mike <laughs> leaves and goes to class right after he confirms that she is indeed coming. And I think I think Mike wants to confirm because now she's all buddy buddy with Colin. He thinks, Mike will never confirm that a woman is coming. Kendall's um, <laughs> hiding. He probably doesn't know where the lemon head is. He doesn't know we where the lemon head is this already. Look yeah, harder, he Mike. Know where it is. <laughs> so ask a friend. Shit. Okay, so this is what Mike thinks in his head as he leaves the office. Are you ready? No. What does she see in that freak? Sure, he's rich, I guess. Girls think he's hot, but I don't see that. Too, too perfect. I bet his dad experiments with plastic surgery on all of them. That's why they're all so white and pretty. It's not natural. 
and he's so sort of scary looking. Sometimes when he stares at me, I'd swear he's thinking about killing me, freak. So clearly Mike is not super a fan of Edward. Um, no, what gave you that idea? Crazy. So Edward decides that, because Bella doesn't want to go to gym, so he convinces the office lady, Mrs. Copes, to allow him mm. to take Bella home. Also, she doesn't have to have class with Mike. So Edward pretends mm. like he's going to take her home so she doesn't have to go to gym because she mm-hmm. doesn't feel good. That's what he's putting in front of her. But in his head, he just doesn't want her to have to be in class with Mike. So sure, I'll get you out of this. Because it's benefiting and he wants him. To and he wants to spend time spend with her. Spend time with her. Yes, absolutely. So Whatever benefits Edward. Creepy. So mm-hmm. anyway... So then this fucking made me this you Misty already knows what I'm about to say. So Edward, by the way, this is the woman we talked about from chapter one. Mm-hmm. Yes. This the is the office lady who can't even look at Edward without her flooding her basement. Super inappropriate. Yeah. And she's like, uh yeah, so this this is a 17-year-old high school student, Child. as far as she's concerned. And she is a woman in like her 50s. At least, at least. Because they don't describe it. Highly. So, highly inappropriate. This part, before we even get to her, Edward says mm-hmm. something that triggered me so hard because he said, hopefully Bella was paying attention to this. Oh, yes. That's how people should react when he talks mm-hmm. to them. Oh, really? You want her to respond like uh, Mrs. Cope's response? So no, you don't. Then he says, because you don't even know what sex is, Edward. Disgusting. Then he says, this is how a human was supposed to respond. And cue the pervy office lady trying to get a hold of herself. She literally tells herself literally. when he starts talking, get a hold of yourself. And he can hear her. Literally. Literally. Yes. Yes. If there was ever a time to use that word. <laughs> Most literally. So what he's saying when he says, this is how humans are supposed to respond. You're supposed to listen to me when I tell you what to do. Yeah, That's what he's saying. Whether it be because you're scared of him or because you want to have sex with him. Both of those things apply here. This is how normal people should respond. This is how humans should act towards him. He's fucking disgusting. That's like back in the cafeteria when he's like trying to convince her to tell him the theory and he's staring at her. Yeah. He uses his voice. I hated that. Mm -hmm. Well, right here, Edward gave his human soothing smile, as Mm -hmm. he calls it. (laughs) Like he's a fucking alien. My human soothing smile. And Miss Cope's breathing got louder. Now she's breathing loudly. I'm fucking uncomfortable. Then Edward thinks to himself that he hoped that Bella found him attractive, but she didn't react to Edward like other humans did. So now he's comparing the way this middle, this, this yes. office lady is acting towards him to how Bella's acting towards him. Yeah. Sexually. And he comments on Mrs. Cope's, uh, her, her heart beating faster. Mm-hmm. And he says, yet I hadn't considered that explanation for Bella's beating heart. Mm-hmm. So now- I'm so tired of the both of them mm-hmm. pretending to be so humble so ridiculous this person couldn't possibly be attracted no, to me never i'm just not that edward pretty i just really edward. feel like she has tried so hard too hard 
in this. Like she is ruining. I mean, we weren't, we were already not a fan, but like, right. She's all, she's running any little good. Yeah. Any little good nugget that we get out of this is just beaten with a broom and put back in the closet. I'll say it again. She had what, like 15 years Mm -hmm. to listen to criticism maybe grow a little bit as a human being. And she had seven, 800 pages to redeem a little bit of the problematic shit that was in Twilight. And Edward as a character, instead, she decided to double and sometimes triple down on- Like so much. His horrendous shit. So much. So Why, it's, Stephanie? It's, I don't she understand sucks. it. <laughs> Seriously. So does she think that this is what the fans want? Or is this... Okay, okay, this, wait. This it? Is this just her? This is her? Because I don't think the fans wanted a... Um, a... This didn't have good feedback. They no, wanted and, another book. And, and right. you know, they wanted another book. And, you know, the book we're getting is a rat or what is it a riptar and yeah fucking raptar and jacobs uh, love is that is that confirmed that she's doing that I, she what it's not confirmed confirmed but like that's like as the close as confirmed. can be yeah okay i think that's where we're headed that's more than likely what we're getting um not we i ain't fucking getting shit <laughs> uh they you have a shit. twilight podcast you know what? You guys can like read it and I'll comment on your comments. Missy. You know, the best part, we really, the best part about it is like, you know, how many times, how many new R names I could make up for a whole fucking book, you guys? So excited. I'm keeping a list, y'all. Please I've do. Got, I've got a bunch. I've got a bunch. We need to put that Every on Every time I website. think of a stupid one. Oh, yes. So, oh, and the abominations. Real quick. Baby nameless. If Baby you're bombs. listening to this and you would like to, um, give us a few extra names to add to our list of what we should call the abominations that was the vampire human hybrid baby of bella and edward instead of her given name that we do not repeat on this podcast because it's stupid um you can go on our website or our instagram or our twitter at for fort sake pod or our website at forforksakepod.com is that right www.forforksakepod.com yes yeah so there you go it's all the same everywhere yeah all the same words okay. thanks to our social social media manager who snagged everything real quick uh, yeah <laughs> let's see we are now at the part where he's like um hoping she finds him attractive um and then okay they are leaving the office at this point and Edward yes. says, um, Bella holds her head up to the rain. And oh, he realized me. that this is really strange because people don't don't usually do this. Why and is it then, strange for a girl to put her better, face in the rain? Gonna, why is this tell, in the gonna, book? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, Kendall. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. It's really weird that um, she would put her face up to the rain. Because, that water hit her face? Because most girls oh. um, wear makeup. And they don't want to make their makeup run. So, um, yeah. So she doesn't what wear makeup. What else to say she's, about that, though? Oh, hold on. I'm going to give you that whole paragraph for on, me, please. I'm going to find it right now. 
Hold on. Oh, I can tell you. I just flipped to it. Ready? Bitch, read it. She's good Sorry, at that. She's done that a lot. I don't know what. Just today. I don't know like, why. Holy shit. Normal human girls wouldn't raise their faces to the drizzle that way. Normal human girls usually wore makeup, even here in this wet place. Bella never wore makeup, nor should she. <sighs> the cosmetics industry made billions of dollars a year from women who were trying to attain skin like hers. <laughs> so gross. Skin. Skin. You know who else pays skin. attention to people's skin? Ed Gein. They like to wear your skin. So I'm really fascinated here with the fact that Ed, because Edward, once again, can't read her mind. He thinks she is like a unicorn. He thinks she is some sort of magical creature who can smell blood, who lets rain fall on her face. Amazing. So I just imagine him like watching her walking, just being like enamored, watching her in slow motion with her face to the rain, walking out of the nurse's office and then she trips on her own fucking foot and almost kills herself. And five and chapters before, she said she was just ordinary. Ordinary. Yes. And now she's she's a like a mythical creature that he can't live without. But no, no, no. When he goes to catch her and she like fixes herself, you know, she does she need his help. He she says that he shouldn't be looking for reasons to touch her because i mean you're right edward yeah why don't you do something about that you feel like you're on the right path for recovery here sir you just that sounds like something a pedophile would say that is yeah i know i'm not supposed to touch you but oh that's that's fair enough i hate that that keeps coming up I know I brought it so, up. But. Well, because he's a hundred and something years old. He's a hundred and four years old. Mm-hmm. Bella is 17. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm glad Stephanie retconned that though in um, in Midnight Sun by saying that vampires stop maturing. Yeah. Oh, she had to make when sure. When they're she, turned. Yeah, she had to make sure. So, so she did listen to criticism. She did. She did. Because she was she just trying to justify here. her reasoning for yes. the things she did. She wasn't listening to anyone. She was just like, you know what? That mm-hmm. does make up a good reason why this is No, I have an answer for everything. And, and changing. She had to I mean, she knows her, what people are yes. saying. And, yes. and just yes. double downs on. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can go online and see her explanation for how it is possible for vampires to have sex. And how it is possible for them to reproduce with a human. I think that's in the book. So I, I have purposely too. I need to read oh, it. Is I haven't it? looked it up I need, because I, so. I want you to enlighten me when it comes up. Yes. Like I'm counting on you to bring this information. Mm-hmm. You and Missy. Because Missy has the uh encyclopedia. I gotta take my jeans off. Sorry. Ooh. Missy has the fucking <laughs> <laughs> shut up, you're gross. <laughs> She was, you were taking it's, your pants off. I was like, all right. It's so hot in yeah. here. I had your face. She called us gross for that. And she's the one who took her pants off. <laughs> I did it off camera. Barely. Uh, you, you, I would have caught a glimpse of your undies if you weren't careful there. 
So Bella says to Edward that she's fully capable of driving herself home. Bella knows. Ooh, oh, uh. So Edward knows that she's fully capable, but he craved mm-hmm. her time in a way he'd never wanted anything else before. Right. Why does she write these sentences? It's disgusting. It is foul. I'm just like, Whoa. however, this next little part, I really, really liked little nugget of oh i knew you'd get a kick out of this part i, I mean i wanted more but like it was a as piece. soon as i saw all cats yes. and a list and a i list. was like missy went to fucking town well and it's hard to get off of caps on my phone so i just let it go part of this is when i texted you guys and said that we have a lot to unpack because i have something yes. to say about one of these uh okay. things that you have mm. So Uh this is, we find out from Edward's head that there's um, some Cullen, some of the love backstories of the Cullen couplings. Yeah. Um, Because he's trying to figure out like, he's like, no one else has ever had to have these awkward like first date moments because they've all been pretty much fucking vampires by the time they're dating. Like one, they're all dying or dead. And then they immediately meet each other and they're like, oh, we're in love. So they haven't had to have any of this bullshit human stuff to deal with. So Cullen, love story background, um, some backstory. So he says that Rosalie to Emmett, um, how she felt about him is she was drawn to his innocence and honesty and she had to have him. That is a very Rosalie comment. Like had to have Especially compared to her experience as a human yeah and yeah. how she was absolutely um mm-hmm. what's the word i'm looking for destroyed? Uh, lied to but uh what's the word manipulated right yeah, manipulated was manipulated. Like a good abuse Wait, no um no go on oh my god i yes like when someone like you you completely trust in someone and then they completely turn on you um what the fuck? How, um, I hate when I can't betrayed. <laughs> betrayed. Yeah. Thank you. Holy shit! I was like, I'm still Jesus Christ. I'm still clinging to destroy. But <laughs> Look, I empathize with that. That's completely brain. betrayed. But completely. it makes sense. That's why she would put put value on innocence and honesty. Like that's all she wants now. Yeah, and he is so honest and so innocent about every situation, and nothing about Emmett is manipulative. Like he was also wrestling a bear. That's super he's, hot. He's, so sweet and like i just so sweet and then emmett emmett to rosalie he she's a goddess he has worshipped ever since like i just i can't even think about those two love it i I just can't even they're so perfect for each other so good and then alice to jasper hers kind of sucked because she saw him coming for years while she was like in a fucking mental institution isn't that terrible like i mean yeah you know you're gonna you're gonna have your partner in the future but but you have to suffer for years before you get there years i I think they even said something about decades actually she Um, he said that she saw for 28 years does that mean that she saw him while she was human too or both yeah i think it's mentioned that it was both vampire okay I think it, it was mentioned. I think mm. it was mentioned as both because does when I read she, the story, what does that mean? That she knew she was going to be a vampire. He asked Ooh, to be turned into a vampire. 
by someone who worked at the mental hospital to save her life because her so family she knew of vampires because her family was trying to murder her that was her whole backstory yeah, yeah, her yeah. family tried right her dad killed her mom and then he was trying yeah. to kill her and that's why she was in the hospital so alice had to watch and wait essentially for fucking jasper all this time yeah. she knew she'd love him and then poor jasper mm-hmm. couldn't see the future so when he met yeah. alice all of the shit that alice had felt all those years like loving him and waiting for him hit him oh. all at once so it was very overwhelming what a he's, tragedy because he's an he's an empath like he's imp- like he would have felt all of her feelings at once now esme to carlisle this is where it gets very interesting oh yes. i have a note it does so, do you have a note taken though esme to carlisle it says that mm-hmm. esme had met him as a girl and was drawn to his gentleness wit and otherworldly beauty she formed an attachment and it haunted her for the rest of her human years. She had mm-hmm. a rough life and never forgot him. When he turned mm-hmm. her, she was immediately in. She was sold. She didn't. Okay. Yeah. She had no question. So, so this is another adult man. Yes. Child girl. So she was a child. Situation? When no. she. When she met him. But he was yeah. a doctor, yes. remember? So I'm sure she saw him. I don't think he groomed her. Because he doesn't even at this point. Edward, no, I'm not saying yeah. he groomed her. I'm just saying this is another young girl, mm-hmm. adult man dynamic. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That Stephanie Meyer chose to put yeah, in here. And she'll be in love with him for the rest of her life, essentially. I hate it. I do not like yep. that at all. Like, I. Yeah, it's fucking what's, shitty. What's annoying is I kind of understand what she's trying to do with the Esme and Carlisle thing but she's not doing it correctly as a writer. No. That's not how it, you There's no reason anything. that she had to say that they it. met when she was a child and she just had this like- Infatuation, she was in love with him. Of course, when you're a girl- Of course, you, you have, um, You get attached to adult men for right. whatever reason. Right. It's never like, it's never romantic. Right. You're, which I which, think- I don't know, I'm making this sound really yeah. bad. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. Yes. You admire them for whatever reason, yeah. and you want to be connected to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, like whether it, it be because to... you respect them because they're a doctor, or that's yeah. cool to you. Yeah, they save or, lives, and you think that's yeah, totally or they saved cool, your parents' lives. Romantic, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, her verbiage that she uses to describe these situations yeah. are not great for her because well, there are. are when, there's so many other ways you could have described this situation that would have made people much more comfortable and not made yeah. it seem so creepy well i'm glad it didn't need to be creepy i'm glad that you said i don't think he groomed her because that Mm-mm. actually made me feel better um, i don't you were right Carlisle, that is not Edward, something i thought about but you're that is something that i think i subconsciously well, the, did i'm glad you well the way that. she words it is the they verbiage. met as she as a young girl and she admired him and she thought about it the rest of her human life yeah, like she never got over it him. not like he was around and yeah he, that's um, what i think took her to get ice cream mm-hmm. or like Oof. bought her presents or whatever yeah. none of that happens yeah and edward specifically <laughs> makes sure edward makes sure no ice cream involved no edward makes mm. sure that he talks about the fact that Carlisle never saw himself as a love object. Like he was never romantically, like none of that. Like none yeah. of those emotions were in him. <clears throat> because. <laughs> Charlie, 
because he's fucking gay. <laughs> this, is this is fair. This is fair. It's probably it probably or no. he's asexual. That's like what I honestly think with I do too. How do you not become asexual when you've been around for thousands of fucking years? Do you know how many people he's had sex with? Probably one. Mellowed out. We are talking about Meyer. How long has he had sex? It's only Esme. It's only after they got married and it's only in the missionary position with the lights on. With the lights on. (laughs) In your special underwear. Um, Only for procreation, even though you're a vampire and you can't procreate. Yeah, but like if you could, you do like edward and bella you think about it and you pretend that you are yeah i'm making a baby right now the intention of making a baby is is there there. yeah that's all that matters so okay so (laughs) she has a really so esme has a really terrible life apparently yeah which makes me very i want to deep dive into like esme's backstory i do too so intrigued and that also makes a lot of sense as to why she and is. And you know the way what? She She's is. really fucking lucky that Carlisle is an honest to God, just good person yep. because she lived in an abusive a, mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. and she clung to this man. It could have not been a good man. Yeah. yeah. Like she could have clung to, because mm-hmm. she saw him as an escape, probably. Mm-hmm and fantasized about living another life that that's probably more of what she was thinking about as a young girl yeah well i don't even know i'm trying to decide how i need to i need more information because to me Me what what i immediately thought can you look it up in your book when you have time and see uh what we got because i literally think that you write a paper for me well i'll write you a thesis (laughs) Um, thank you But what I read, when I read this in my head, because I create everything in my head, regardless of what mm. she tries to tell me, is yeah. that <laughs> well, yeah. I make my own Esme, story, damn it. Esme and Carlisle, their paths crossed when the, she was little, and I don't think she grew up around him. I think their paths recrossed much later when she was six. That mm-hmm. is what I think. Because you know how he leaves town. People would have realized he's not going to be 23 for 30 years. Yeah. He's supposed to be 23. So I think he left town and then came back and she, that's when he was working in the hospital. No, I like, I totally get it. I do. I'm having Mm -hmm. trouble wording it the way to explain why it bothers. It bothers me because it's painting this, this picture of young girl. Mm -hmm. It's like the, it's the whole soulmate thing. It's like, yep. Young girls having this idealized view of a man Mm -hmm. and, and he was know, a like, dead man he was dead so she yeah. thinks this dead <laughs> guy is the most beautiful guy so in the there's world. no other options for her Nothing. she she imprinted mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. as a young girl she did anyway i'm gonna get off this hill i don't want to yeah. die on it. <laughs> it, it is it's the same it's the repetitiveness of this soulmate bullshit yeah. and it makes me more angry because she has to cover up some other stuff later with a really shitty storyline that made me stop watching all the movies oh yeah so and then carlisle to (laughs) esme um he never saw himself as a love object but edward basically explained to him like how esme saw him like after esme was turned so he kind of understood and then he kind of he went through a few he went through a lot of emotions when you choose to like have someone when you turn someone that's what they that's what he meant when have someone when you turn someone you have a lot of emotions. So he said Carlisle felt these emotions towards him too when he turned him. So like right. you have responsibility, you have anxiety, you have tenderness, you have pity, you have hope. 
you have compassion and then natural ownership because you fucking turn this yes. person and they're going to be your, someone. yeah, they're your, yours for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So don't fuck them up. Essentially yeah. don't make them a monster. So, and especially with these guys, especially like Edward yeah. and Carlisle, they believe they're, they're damned. Yeah. They're going to hell. They believe they're cursed. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make the conscious decision to, uh, bless someone with that life yep so after thinking of that he's sitting in the car and he said bella smelled better in the rain so apparently she smelled better wet okay all right oh this is when the the monster awakens again that monster's awakened the quaking monster in his i got so much in my head right now i'm not gonna say any of it so i think you should this is where gross the monster wasn't dead i realized with disgust just biding his time why does she write these things (laughs) i don't get it i really don't i would be so embarrassed to write that no my friends are gonna fucking read it be like just pull those two sentences out of context and be like Hey guys, I wrote this. I'd be like, please. I would never show you two. I would be like, please. Don't. I would be writing under a pseudonym. Exactly. And I'd be, exactly. it would be a Kindle edition only. <laughs> 99 cents on Fridays. Yep. Oh my God. So then Edward's trying to like psych himself out so he doesn't feel like the villain in the story. So yeah. he's asking her questions about herself so he doesn't feel like a shitty person. Yeah, so I like to see noticed- less in this book than i did in the other mm-hmm. one yeah just so mm-hmm. we know this edward notices that her tone sounded like a parent to a child than a child talking about her parent when she starts talking about renee about renee about <gasps> renee you said the oh, cursed gosh. word she who shall not be named oh, fuck. we're fucked now you so summoned her, her. god it. damn it <laughs> misty's gonna die in her bed with a- i gotta put a salt ring around my bed before i go to sleep tonight she's fucking coming for me thank you. For you so seven days oh god so <laughs> so edward says you guys this is the gotta most- go look in the mirror oh, and i gotta don't. say ratatouille three times ratatouille raptor 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 rochambeau raptor ratatouille raptor ratatouille ravioli oh my god oh my god (laughs) oh edward edward says this was such a fucking this was crazy because i was like we've literally been screaming this shit since we read this probably the first time oh yes it was easy to understand how the irresponsibility of the mother would result in the maturity of the daughter She'd had to grow up early to become the caretaker. That's why she didn't like being cared for. She felt like it was her job. Magical Thank you, fucking conclusion. Edward, at least somebody fucking noticed. Yep. Right. Yep. Congratulations, vampire boy. You did it. You cracked the case. <laughs> so they're in the car and they're chit-chatting and like she starts to ask him questions. And he starts to get nervous because he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to tell yes. her too much um but he also doesn't want to say goodbye to her he wants to be around her way 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 so he has to make a decision so he kind of cuts the conversation off because he didn't want to have to lie to her because he felt really uncomfortable lying to her but but god but but apparently that's the thing now oh no no no. he doesn't feel comfortable lying but like he doesn't have to tell her the whole truth oh but when he goes lying by omission yeah that's what i think he's okay with 
that's what I've noticed. He's like, I don't want to lie, but yeah. like, I'm just not so going to fucking tell you. Lying everything. is worse than what he's yeah. about to do. Right. So yes. then Edward, oh, yes. Edward began to feel <laughs> antagonized at the thought of saying goodbye temporarily. She was so soft and vulnerable. <sighs> Stop calling her vulnerable. Stop using these adjectives. So he says to her. Soft and vulnerable. Oh, That's so what gross. you say about like the stomach area when you've got a knife to it yeah. <laughs> so or, a or a neck or a neck yeah i just thought of someone's neck against my stomach <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weirdo because my head was still on the stomach and i was like why is someone sick oh we're talking about a knife that was a, that was a weird thing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kept the stomach in my head, and I was like, "Why is someone putting their neck to my stomach?" That's, That's weird. fair. <laughs> so then Bella, you know, he tells Bella, "Don't kill yourself, essentially, because you're fucking clumsy as shit and can't walk." So she gets yeah, mad. You can't be trusted on your own. God forbid you live your life. So he gets, <laughs> she gets out of the car and slams the door, and he was kind of happy that she was a little pissed off at him um and then in his head he says run bella run i love you too much for your own good or mine then edward curls his hand around the key that he picked from her jacket and inhaled her scent my deeply fucking god Uh -uh. i that's literally the sentence she ends the chapter with he fucking pickpocketed her keys and i'm like i get it because he was supposed to ask for the keys because alice is supposed to drive no. the car to him no I don't but get like it. i don't understand why he just took them without permission or asking and Wait, that's told a plot her. hole it is a plot, it hole, is a plot because hole because they literally she wasn't gonna give him the keys he didn't mm. ask for him he didn't so remind she probably her meant to and they had just talked about mm-hmm. alice bringing the truck home so, too. yeah so I'm we like, can, did you just forget to put that in there? Maya? We can correct me when we get to this chapter, but when I was going through the book, skimming them, trying to, you know, determine what we're going to read when, I think mm-hmm. she mentions her missing keys in a future chapter. Oh, that shit. sounds vaguely familiar to me as well. I think mm-hmm. she does. You might be right. But he snuck, he stole them. He snuck them. He stole them out he of her pocket. He got close enough to her physical body mm-hmm. and stole her keys out of her fucking pocket and then fucking sniffed them. Ugh. <laughs> no, 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 no. He inhaled her scent deeply as he, he drove them. away. Yeah, that was definitely the most uncomfortable group of reading I have had to do. Like, like to the point and i know i swear to god i say this every, every chapter week. of midnight sun like i can't believe what i'm reading right now I yeah think, because what's so she ramps up every everything. chapter everyone like this shit is wild mm-hmm. and it doesn't get better like <laughs> no it does not it does not get better it's not like he stops breaking into her bedroom or no. like it escalates no he just starts going in when she's like not asleep yet and be like hey bitch and no, she's like those are keys she's like, she's like how'd you get in same and way, when she when, he, way when it said in. that he had her keys i thought it was her house keys and i was like, oh, was like what the that's fuck? what i thought too 
No, no, no. All her keys because they're probably all attached. So now he has all of them. Yeah, I'm being creeped. I'm fucking. I immediately saw him going to Home Depot and making a copy. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. So gross. I'm offended. I'm offended. This chapter has offended me. <laughs> You're canceled, Smire. As a woman. Oh, as a human. human. Yeah. As a human. You're a terrible. As an American. All right. I have a review for us. Okay. This one is by Corin. I'm going to say Corin because of how the name is spelled. I love it. And this was written seven months ago. It's about Midnight Sun because I felt like Midnight Sun needed a review for this one. Yeah. So this person writes, it's a little long, but I think it'll be worth it. It's two stars. She says, so much angst. Holy moly. I was a big Twilight fan as a teen, and I'm so glad that Stephanie Meyer managed to finish this book. But could you tell that it was hard for her? It was pretty hard for me to read in the end, honestly. <laughs> this may be an unpopular opinion, but Edward Cullen kind of sucks. He brings the story down with self-hatred and his patronizing attitude towards the love of his life. I mean, Jesus, in the first book, he really never takes her seriously lets her choose, or explains his motivations. The end of this book, he's completely convinced that their relationship will end and fabricates a future life for her future without considering who she is or what she wants or to make himself feel better. Yeah, not the greatest relationship. He just causes so much unnecessary suffering. And even though all his actions are based around her, it's ironically self-centered, not listening to her or considering her feelings to be on par with his eye roll. This is kind of a spoiler for the second book. So he saw what would happen to her if he left her, but he left anyway, somehow not believing that her pain would be that much. She would tell him that she would love him. He would think, I know, but considered her feelings for him to be less than his for her, which somehow justified his behavior. Yuck. This series made me realize how much I can't stand a story where the plot is driven by a bunch of miscommunication. Thanks for the nostalgia, but I'm not feeling as good as I did when I started this book. Hard same. Thanks for joining us for another episode of For Fork's Sake, a Twilight podcast. Misty Misty and Kendall would like to thank Mike Patton for writing and recording our theme song, For Fork's Sake. We would also like to thank Connor and Keenan for the use of our outro song, Twilight Baby. Links for both songs can be found in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at For Fork's Sake Pod or our website, ForForksakePod.com. They're in the sun glittering and I'm just sitting on top of the world Watching vampires and werewolves break it off It's a Twilight Baby, it's Twilight Baby, it's Twilight Baby My man Edward, a vampire straight out the ghetto Beating ass, smoking grass, chasing that pussy like you know He should be fucking some bitches, drink sucking blood out some bitches Don't test the best or he'll be pressed to run amok on you bitches But he's just trying to get in Bella's panties, all he wants is a taste But how can he be attracted to her Easter Island face? A team man with four life, living in a twilight Walking in slow motion till the day that I die Sitting on top of the world Give a fuck. They're not giving They're up. They're looking 
dog super sexy taking off the shirts And I'm just sitting on top of the world Sitting on top Watching of the world Watching vampires and werewolves break it all It's a twilight baby, a twilight baby, a twilight baby It's a twilight baby Motherfucking Jacob, he's the werewolf king It's a new moon, bitches His hair cuts gonna make you cream So what if Edward is classically beautiful Jacob's pecs in his ass I'm busy planning his funeral all over the place, ready to smack Bella in her e e Easter Island face. I'm down with you, Jake, and I'm not gay, but I saw the new trailer, and I wanna buff a Taylor Taylor. When you're living in a twilight, nothing ever seems to make sense. You gotta watch out for vampire fangs, and you've also gotta watch out for werewolf fangs. And don't forget to watch out for Dakota Fanning. She's kicking every ass with the power of a brain. Isn't she like 12 years old? That's insane. Oh shit, fuck it, it's a Twilight Baby. Sitting on top of the world, watching vampires and werewolves break it all. Fighting over some cunt. Why does anybody give a fuck about this fucking cunt? Sitting on top of the world, watching vampires and werewolves break it all. It's a Twilight Baby, a Twilight Baby, a Twilight Baby, it's a Twilight Baby. Like that you had what? that link just like she was <laughs> I did it. She was I googled ready. Christian Gray set <laughs> and Cosmopolitan has written an article. That's not my fault. That's not that. my fault. It was easily Googled. <laughs>